and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined, as always, by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.sb samtownsendmusic.sb and I think I've got this one. Have you? Is that your Siberian website? No. Right. Um, ooh, in that case, SB. South... Ah! South Bucasa. No. Right. In that case... It's a good one, Nish. Give me. You're gonna to have to give me a clue. The no, second letter. No no, 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 no. You can't sit on the podcast munching a tic tac. Right, sorry. Making that much noise. The second letter does not correspond to the second word in the, in the name of this country. You're just gonna to have to give it to me. The Solomon Islands. That's ridiculous. Well, never you say that. that, but I've had a tremendous response to the opening of the new website. Well, those Soloniums. Yeah. Uh, they're huge internet fans. They, well, they are. So, and, uh, so I've heard. I've had over 600,000 hits already in the oh, first week. That really is impressive. That's staggering. That really is impressive. That's more than I've had on Ben Townsend Music since I opened it. Mm, well, I know. Which goes to show. Now, we are here at the end of a long journey today. It's been a long journey. It's been a very exciting... It's going to remove my watch. Your sports watch. Exciting, intense, controversial at some points. Liberating. Uplifting. Yes. Journey. Yes. As we have listened and talked about Stadium Arcadium over now the fifth episode. We're moving into what will become known as Stadium Arcadium Part 5. Well, we're in it. Yes. And we are going to be talking about the final four songs, Storm in a Teacup, We Believe, Turn It Again and Death of a Martian. Yeah, and some good good songs coming up. Not to so. give too much away, but... Um... Well, let's give nothing away. Okay. And then we are going to do the condense. So we are going to condense thusly, two condensers. We're going to firstly say that we can... What A condense, for those who are not in the know, Which? is taking a double album and condensing it down into a single album. Mm. So for the purposes of Stadium Arcadium, we're going to take a 28-track album and make it into a 14-track album. The first condense must have seven songs from each record. Yes. And then we'll yes. do, do the and true... And that's an important... That's an important... Um, fact. Yes. Then the second condense, which we call the true condense, yes. here at Universally Speaking, will be us making our one single album out of Stadium Arcadium. Yes. And not tied to a particular number of songs from each record. No limitations. Limitations... Live free... Oh, go on. ...are set. Yes. Only then... Please. Let me go all the way. Lovely. And I was going to say live free or die hard. Well, yes, I think both both incredibly, incredibly relevant. <laughs> so, shall we... Um, oh, and we're also going to include the condensers. Max Feinstein, the condensers condense. Well, he, of course, was the man who originally condensed the album. Well, he, con- he was. He sent us his condense, didn't he? He did, in anticipation for this condense. very moment. Yes. So, we're going to move on to Storm in a Teacup. Yes. And I'm going to try and find a less squeaky chair. It is worth mentioning that if anybody wants to send in their own condensed albums, we would be more than more than happy to receive them. Yeah, whiz them in, and, um, uh, and maybe we'll go through some condenses over the coming weeks and months. We, should, we almost certainly will. Or, unless we forget. Which we won't. Well, I was going to say, which we almost certainly will. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I I've, I've find it difficult to remember certain aspects of each episode. 
but I find it difficult to remember almost anything from each episode. Yeah, well, let's let's before we move Ooh, on, shall we? Let's My just word. announce with tremendous pleasure we have a new sponsor this week, and it is Pilsner Urquell. Wow, it's a Czech Pilsner, the original Pilsner. And I don't know whether it's due to the fact that I was rather drunk last night. Well, should we go further than rather drunk? Uh, Completely tossed. <laughs> <laughs> Lost a pair of spinach, I understand. Only later. Yeah. Oh, no, no. yeah. Best time. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's a difficult one, this. Well, you described it earlier to me as a formidable foe. I did. I did. I smelt it. Yes. And it's disgusting. Hang on. Yeah, it's, it's got a certain aroma to it. It's got a pungent nose. Yeah, I'll just... Uh, the, the truth is in the tasting. Well, I'm watching this live. Mm. I saw some of that amber liquid flow down into Oof. your mouth there. And it's... Well, for those, as those who drink Pilsner on a regular basis will know, it's a distinctive flavour, and it's a full-bodied flavour. I have to say as well, you're drinking the, like the last mouthful This is drinks. a very... Yes, Oh dear, that makes me uh, not feel great just looking. Another amount's gone in. And uh, thank you, you Pilsner Urquell, for sponsoring us. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, an official it's, sponsor. But I will say it's probably the first and only time that they will sponsor us. Well, uh, uh, but thank you for sending in. I've got a new sponsor this week. I know, I can't believe it. This we've is, actually got an edible sponsor. This is very exciting. Um, we've been sponsored by Tic Tacs, limited of edition... Coca-Cola flavour. Yeah. Each individual tack or tick. <laughs> yes. Is, How do you know whether it's a tick or a tack? I'm not sure. But each individual... Just put a bit of tea on it, shouldn't they? Tick or tack, that would differentiate them nicely. <laughs> each individual tick or tack is branded with the Coca-Cola logo. It's, well, it's wonderful. I'm just presenting it to the microphone now. As so am I. Everyone can see As it. As am I. And uh, let's both eat one at the same time. I've, 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 pop, pop it. Try not to make too much mouth noise. No. Mm. That is phenomenal. Well, it's certainly colder, based. It goes very well with my second sponsor, Carling. I would also... It, yes, it does. I would also know? like to say... Uh, wait, just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favourite... Just to, just to go back, you said mouth noise. Yes. My favourite um, measurement of how good a pizza is... Right, okay. ...is mouthfeel. Okay, talk me through mouthfeel. Well, it's how it feels in the mouth. Right, but it's more commonly used to, uh, in the in the world of beers and ales. And so, the do, like. you, do you judge your pe- the, the quality of your pizza on not on taste, but how it feels in the mouth? It's just one of the it's one of the measures. I got a Rocco's pizza yesterday, and how uh, was it? Well, it was at, uh, uh, just, uh, just a quick digression. Mm. Me and the wife, um, who is now the official proof listener, because I forced her to proof listen to last week's podcast. I say forced. I asked her, and she said yes. Yeah. Um, we went down to Rocco's Pizza yesterday in Hythe. in Hythe in the UK. And my former employer. Absolutely delicious. Two, um, 220 an hour. 220 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that was after, after a 20p pay rise as well. Creepers, creepers. So hang on, when you went to the interview and said, what's the rate? They told you it was well, £2. I was, only 16, I was only 16 years old. But even so. Um, and now look at you. Last week you were drinking 12 cans of some exotic lager for yeah, £28. Yes, that's right. Anyway. We got a Rocco's well, pizza. Well, they sponsored us, though. Yes, for that for the um, for the nominal price for of the, the princely sum of twenty seven pounds. Me and the wife, yes. went and got a Rocco's pizza. You went did. down to Hythe Marina to eat it. Sat mm. on the sat on the waterfront, looking across Southampton Water, mm. and I had a Hawaiian, and they'd put 
I ordered extra pineapple on it. And they clumped all of the pineapple. Yeah, as in, if it was like a bit of pepperoni or something. Well, it was a little pile of um, pineapple. Yeah, near the crust. Near, near the crust near, on each near slice. The edge. Yes. It was uh, very strange. It was. Did you, did you redis- redistribute? What redistribute. I did was I put, I put one piece of pineapple on the initial central bite. Yeah. And then just rammed the rest of it into my mouth. Uh, and one I suppose what you could have done is taken a bite and then placed the pineapple in... Afterwards. Which I did do it on a couple of occasions. Mm, good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's move. Let's move. Should we now get to storm the teacup? Like we were about to 10 minutes we ago. We almost made it. <laughs> okay, well, then. But I'm sure, as as we are, all of the listeners will be very pleased to hear that the, we're receiving more and more sponsorship deals. Yes. And if Rocco's Pizza wants to sponsor us, oh, we are be well up for that. And that would be wonderful. All right, then. See you soon. Come on, come on, baby. Let me show you what I'm talking about. Here we go then, coming out of storm in a teacup. I said mm. I was going to get more squeaky chair and I've completely forgotten to. Well, don't stop mentioning it. Okay. Um, now, Sam. There is ongoing debate about whether this song was ever played in the Little Chili Peppers. What's your thinking? Well, I don't need. It's not just thinking. I know the the definitive answer to that question. Talk me through it. It's no. Right. I think the definitive answer is yes. Well, you're wrong. I I'm think afraid. we played it at the Thomas Trip. We did not. The second time we played at Thomas Trip, I believe we played Storm in a Teacup. Okay. Well, we may or may not have done, but we didn't. Well, we may or may not have done. You're absolutely right, but we did. So anyway. The Chili's on that on the commentary stuff have said that the working title was Public Enemy mm. because it sounds like uh, to me it sounds like you're going to get yours very much yes. so. Which they also then use you're going to get yours to open. Um, give they it did, away. yeah, they did, and that we did as well. Yeah, yeah. Or did we? We definitely <laughs> did. Um, Maybe that's why you're com- thinking we played Storm on a Tea. Ah, you're deeply confused. Um, also, Get On Top was apparently based on... John based Get On Top around that same song, You're Gonna Get Yours. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which yeah. And when the Chillies do that intro live... Oh, um, during that period, it was, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Phenomenally good. Um, Flea, love, Flea calls it Walking Like a Sauerkraut, because of that, that line in, in the song. Yeah, I think it's the only song that they mention sauerkraut. I think you're right. Or Well, I was going to say a walking, but they, they wrote a song about walking. Mm, Can you name that song? Did, yes. Uh, Walkabout? Yes, well done. From episode one or two of the podcast. Yes. And we have been talking about whether we should re-record one hot We minute. have. I mean, do you want to put this out there now? Because the, it was, we didn't even know that we were going to put the, our ramblings on the internet when we recorded our thoughts about one hot minute. No, of course, that was done as one episode as well, which, which is, we split. So sort of primarily explains I thought why hour, I was so drunk at the end of it. Yeah, I thought an hour and a half was too long for a podcast, so I cut it up into two 45-minute sections. Mm. So this has got John going for that big heavy metal feel again. Oh, I thought you were going to put the feelers out. Oh, yeah, let us know. If anybody wants a kind of updated episode on One Hot Minute, now that we kind of have a better a, a format for the show, don't we? Yeah, we have a format and we have a more sort of recognisable relationship. We do, we do, because back then we barely knew each other. I, I couldn't. <laughs> back then, 18, 18 months ago. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, yeah, so let us know. Yeah, yeah, if you'd like us to, to do a, an updated version of One Hot Minute, then let us know. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and I'll just wrap that little bit up by saying, if you'd like us to do an updated <laughs> version of One Hot Minute... 
Yeah, get in touch. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Um, apparently, John loved this one, but then it dropped down his favourites list, and he actually says there's better songs that weren't included on the album. Well, as we know, we, we, you know, we know a lot about the B-sides now. Oh, I, I'm inclined uh, to agree with him. Yes, yeah, so am I. There's definitely better songs mm. that, are, that have been left off the album. Yeah. Now, The Condenser, Max Feinstein, yes. loves it. It's one of his favourite guitar lines. Yes. He likes the Swans' crazy ad-libs. Um, yeah, of course, there's a section in there where what I'd like to call the what yes section. Really? Talk me through the what yes section. I think it's yes, he's saying, where the swan says something and then someone else goes, what? And then he says something else. What, yes? <laughs> I don't know if it is yes, even though I've only just listened to it, I've forgotten what you're saying. Well, there's that call and response on the verses, isn't there? Yeah, Is that what you're talking about? No. What is that? Wait, like, hoochie, hoochie, Oh, no, it's not that, no, 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 no. No, so what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> well, maybe you'll pick up on it next time. Did you listen to it through a quality pair of headphones? A superior quality pair of headphones. Mm, not as good as mine, by the way. Right. Well, maybe as we talk through the song, you'll, you'll be able to describe this better than the What Yes section. Mm, sure, sure. Um, yeah, so the intro is... The int- it's, this song is kind of Beastie Boys-ish to me as well. Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's an unusual sort of concoction of sounds. What's your overall thoughts on, on this song? Just sort of as a brief summation. Yes, if you will. <sighs> Massively... Mediocre to me, massively mediocre. Double M, M M, M and M again. <laughs> but, uh, but having said that, I did. It, I do enjoy it. It's just not a go-to track for me. It's not. It's not, is it? And again, I like it. Yeah, I do like. I it. I like the intro guitar line. It's a really good intro. Yeah, and it's a nice. It's a nice pattern. John's playing there. He's playing thumb over. Yeah, to play Which, to play the bass strings. Big thumbs. Yeah, it's big hands. Difficult to do. Wait, well, not for, yeah. It's difficult for me to do because I've got little baby hands. But you have done it. Well, I had to when we played it live in the Little One Chili Peppers. <laughs> um, so that allows all that muting because it's, it's quite, it's mm. not the easiest. If you've got small hands, it's not the easy guitar part to play, not the easiest guitar part to play. Well, I imagine if you've got small hands, you wouldn't have written it. Well, no, you wouldn't have unless you had like a little guitar. Oh, yeah, in which case you'd have big hands. Yes. <laughs> um, I love the slow snare build up as it comes in. Yes. That's cool. And um, it sounds like John's playing an open G. As that snare builds up, have a, real, have a listen on a really quality pair of headphones. Mm. And I think you can hear an open G note being played there. Or maybe the, um, the octave to the, to, the, to the low G mm. on the E string. Um, it could be that. Yeah, I'll listen out. Yeah, you I'll listen, listen out. out for that. You Flea, listen ca- out. Flea comes in. Yeah, what am I listening to? The, the what? Yes. The- <laughs> <laughs> Flea comes in massive with the slap and pop. Great bass line. He's, Great bass yeah, line. Yeah, I mean, we've said it before and we'll doubtless say it again. But he, he is, he, you know, he really is underpinning this song and working his socks off. Yeah, it turns out he's a really good bass player. He's decent. Um, the pre-chorus, um, I love that high guitar line John's playing. Yeah. And Flea's playing a kind of rolling bass line, which is really supporting the melody. It kind of goes with the sw- what the swan's singing. Yes. It's, it's really nice. And we're going to say this a few times this episode. This is an example of where... Flea is staying in one place and playing a repeating thing that isn't changing key mm. and John is going down John's going down I think a half step here mm. from G minor to F sharp minor I'd say I think he is that's exactly what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's uh, and that's really nice yes. I, love, I love things where something stays the same you and do. another thing changes 
You say that. You do, you've said that before. Multiple times. Would you now like to talk about the ancient art of weaving? Oh, yes. <laughs> I really like it when something happens in the year and something similar who des- happens in the year. Who described it, though? The Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, we've got a nice gloopy, I've, I've written a gloopy wah-wah, a muted wah-wah sound in the left ear on that pre-chorus mm. section. Of course... When you're listening to to music through a quality pair of headphones, mm-hmm. it's absolutely imperative that you've got them on the right, the right way around. Well, it is. And I always double check before I start making notes. Well, I started off there with them the wrong way. Well, you're, you're wearing wireless headphones. They are qu- a quality pair of wireless headphones. I have only have wired headphones. Mm. And so I know that the wire comes out of the left-hand side. Yeah. And I know that the on-off switch on, my, on those particular headphones is on the left-hand ear. So that's how I discovered I had them on the wrong way around. When did you discover? About 20 seconds into the song. Well, mm. no, I can't have been into the song because I, <laughs> I wouldn't have been turning them on and off at that point. No. <laughs> it was when I put them on. The what, yes section? Now, <laughs> chorus, the chorus. Yes. It's John's thing about this album. Big, heavy metal chorus. Big yeah, power oh, chorus. Goodness. Stamping on the old DST. It's incredibly big and loud. Well, yes, and you use the word loud. Mm. And I think that this is the first of a few times when I'm going to say about the mixing. Max has raised the mixing issues before. Yes. The backing vocals are way too loud for me here. Sure. You okay? A bit gassy? Yeah, just a bit gassy. It's the, uh, the, the pills now. It's the sponsor. Did you, did you find that on the... I didn't pick up on it. I think on a quality set of headphones... No, yeah. does it even itself out? <laughs> it even itself out. Like, next time you listen to it, mm. you know, three or four years' time... <laughs> yeah. See what you think about well, the By which time we'll with. probably be listening through some kind of implant or something like that. Yeah, the old um the old in ear implant. Well I've already got an implant. It's my eardrum. Yes. I listen. But you can't listen to music through it. Well, no, you, you do. <laughs> but uh yeah, it requires a a, a secondary uh unit. Unit. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, well moving on. Yes. On yeah. Storm the Teacup. Uh, the double time drums, there's an interesting bit of building here. Mm. As they're moving out of the chorus, back into the, um, uh, linking back into verse two, Chad plays a double time bit of drums just for one bar. Yes. Later on, at the end of the song, it's the same thing, mm. but he plays it for much longer. It's quite, it's quite a nice build. What are your thoughts on the sort of anti-climax after what appears to be a big build-up? Uh, in which bit? Well, it builds up as if it's going to kick off into a chorus. And then it goes back into diddle diddle Ah, okay, yeah, because it is a funny. There is a bit of a funny structure to this song. Yeah, because actually, what happens is um, after they do verse two, there is no pre-chorus. There is no mm. that bit, and they go straight into the chorus. Yeah, and then later on, they play that pre-chorus bit again yeah. as they come into the chorus. That's right. It's a bit of a. It's an interesting song structure, but I quite like it. I I, I would have preferred it just to sort of kick on after that build up and not go back into that and did you know that reputation rhymes with precipitation well also rhymes with some other words ending in shun yes i can think of one immediately which is i can't say it because of children oh no but i also learned some other rhymes from this song i learned that berium rhymes with laserium yes that's true and um obviously milo rhymes with lilo Yes. Now, what are your something about Milo? I mm. like the way he delivers that line. I, I quite like his delivery all through this song. Yeah, particularly in the what yes section. Yes, the what yes <laughs> section is fantastic. Um, 
the beginning bit, I haven't talked about the intro. As, as we're building up to verse one and verse two, we have that kind of megaphone effect. Yes. Where he's talking about something happening at various places. Yeah. The intersection of I, X and Y. I don't mind it. A bit odd, though. Well, yeah, but the whole song's a bit odd, isn't it? It is. It's a bit of a... It's a, it's a mishmash. It is a mishmash. It's a concoction of different elements. Hmm. Which everything is, I suppose. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, chorus two, you get a lead, that lead guitar sound. And this, uh, this is from Max, and I agree with him. It, it mm. feels like this was all added last minute. And to me, it sounds like one pass as well. Right. All, all of the lead guitar in this song is a bit, for me, is a bit overmixed. Yes. A bit, it's, it's a bit loose, and that's fine, but it just sounds like it might have been a late addition yeah. to this Well, at that point, track. of course, it was one of John's favourites. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking, were they, th- were they thinking this song needs something extra? Mm. And it's, it's odd, because there's a load of lead guitar of the second chorus, and you think as the song builds, that they'd have some lead guitar on the third chorus, and they don't. Absolutely no lead guitar on the no. third chorus. Now, going out of the chorus... Oh, going into the chorus outro. What does that mean? Mm. Um, he does some, John does some unison bends after chorus oh, two. Oh, we love a unison we bend. We do love a unison bend. But do you hear, did you hear that massive like, flub? He, I mean, I'm unlikely to hear any, any oh, flubs, you big listen, or small. You listen to those, those unison bends coming out of chorus two, mm. and his finger slips off the, the G string and just plays an open G string. Oh, I And see. it kind of goes, boom. Well, I don't think that's a bad thing, is it? Well, it just it, again, it's it just feels like it was a quick pass and just chuck some lead guitar, yeah, chuck some lead guitar down. Yeah, we've decided to record millions of songs. Well, they were to... under, I imagine, they were under a lot of pressure to record a thousand songs and then mix them, mix them all. Hmm. They forgot some to mix better one. than others. Yeah, yeah. What does our man in the northeast say about the drums? Our man on in the northeast is he, he he he. I mean, he seems to love the song. He describes it as a funky ass song. Well, it is. I'll say the intro is funky ass. Yeah, he he talks again about the the uh, relationship between Chad and Flea, the kick drum pattern matching Flea, right? Uh, which is busy, uh, a balls out chorus and a syncopated beat coming out of it matching uh, the accents. All three of them locking in together. So it's um, yeah, it's good that, that I guess as a drummer. Songs like this are, are very enjoyable to play because you can really you know really go for broke. Um, did you just remove a tic tac from your mouth and place it on the on the mat? I did. Could you? Yeah, I get picked it, back it up in. off the mat, put it back in the mouth. Good boy. Just to get the sponsors back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I like the interlude. So yes, I imagine drumming to songs like this. Oh yeah, it must loud, be great fun. Yeah. Um, you know, like Ball, you said, balls out, balls out, get them out, slap them on the table. Well, slap them on the drum stool. Slap them anyway, you like. Yeah. Um, the interlude. Mm. Those descending that descending guitar line. It's quite nice. Yes. As it pre leading into what you were saying, you could have lived without where it does that pre another pre chorus. Oh, I thought you were referring to the uh, yes, what section again? No, the interlude. Um, that builds quite nicely. Descending guitar line and some harmonized guitars mm. builds up to that pre chorus again, uh, which I like. I like mm. that. You're, you're not so keen. Well, I just, you know, for me, this song gets lost in, in the. In, the in, what, in what is known as the latter section of disc two. Yeah, the latter section of Mars. Yeah, it's you know as we say, we like it. It's enjoyable, but if I if I put on Stadium, I'm never going to put that song on. Never going to put on Mars. <laughs> 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 well, if I did put a Mars on, which I sometimes do, yeah, then it, I'm probably not listening to Storm in a Teacup. 
I definitely like this song more than you do. But yeah. I, I will yeah, say I think it's, you do. A, it's an okay song. Oh, I think I think it's okay. I like it, but I like the piano they have in the last chorus. It sounds like um, they're just in ding, 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 ding. Well, that's uh, it takes us back to the old days, doesn't it? Certainly does. Of funky monks when Flea's playing that tiny piano, Flea's little piano. Yeah. And as we asked then, was it a tiny piano and a gigantic flea? Yeah. Or a normal sized flea and a tiny piano? Piano. Or any other mixture of the two of those things? Yeah. And which one was it? Well, I don't know. Flea. When Flea comes on, he can clear that up. When Flea comes on, and I'm convinced that Flea will come on. He was on a podcast the other day I saw with a couple of Americans. What was it about? They were talking about all kinds of stuff. We're talking about you, Flea. Come yeah, on, he brother. Come on and talk about his pianos. Yeah. Or oh, do you see that nice video of him playing the piano in no. his house? No, I didn't. He's a very good pianist, Flea. Well, you heard him on his tiny piano. By the way, I, I did call him a pianist there. <laughs> well, he is tiny. He well, he he is a reasonably small man. Ah, a tiny penis. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, and I did, Flea, in case you're listening, I did call you a penis. Oh, it'd be great if Flea was listening, wouldn't it? Yeah, and we, and, yeah but he'd be so angry now because we called him a tiny penis. Well, I don't think he would be angry necessarily. What if he misheard and thought we called him a... Well, we could clear it up when he comes on. Well, I think we or, or clear it up now. Well, we, we called him an angry pianist. No, a tiny, a tiny pianist. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the outro solo, nice high trill... Plays it through a, some oh, of it. Oh, do you through. want me to do a trill? Oh, yeah, go on then. Very nice. Much like John plays on the outro solo of Storm the Teacup, yeah. were you playing that through a, um, a Mooga Fuga ring modulator then? I was. Much like John in the outro of Storm the Teacup? Yes. So let's sum this up. Okay, sum it up. You sum it up first, and I'll say yes or no if I agree. Okay. This song is good. Yes. This song is a song which may or may not make it onto the condense. Yes. Will this make it onto the condense if you've got to have seven songs off uh, Mars? I can't, I can't say that now. Okay, well, let's find out later. Yes or no? Which one? I can't say. Okay. Right, we'll find out later on. We, we enjoyed it, didn't we? I thoroughly enjoyed it. We enjoyed it more than we thought, less than others. Indeed. I'm, I'm certainly going to enjoy the next song more because I think the next song is a wonderful piece. Could of you just remind me what the next song is? It's We Believe. Absolutely believe, and I am wearing a badge like they wear in Miracle on 34th Street, the Richard Attenborough version, mm. where they have a badge that says, I believe, mm. because I truly do believe in that song. That is absolutely brilliant. Well done, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's a, it's a very, very good song and a strong contender to be on the condensed album. Absolutely, and I'm just going to step back. 
Please do. And I'm going to say, well done, red hot chilli peppers. Well done, red hot chilli peppers. I, I prefix it with the, which you don't need to do. You don't need to, but I don't think it's a major problem. Well, I've got both options there, so listeners, you can... Edit, you know, do your own edit. On I that. think it's okay to refer to them as the red hot chili peppers. Yeah, but or red hot chili peppers. Yes. Well, who's your favourite band? Red, red hot, hot chili, chili peppers. peppers. Yeah, is the correct answer. It is. Um, but you because know. you don't say like I love extreme. You don't say the extreme, do you? And you don't say like the the Beatles. No, you certainly don't say that because <laughs> the Doors. Yeah. And Callie's arrived. Callie, welcome to the show. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, a brilliant diehard <laughs> reference. That's absolutely yeah. lovely. Have you just thrown a terrorist's body from a high window <laughs> onto Al the cop's car? That's right. I thought you had. <laughs> yeah, I have. I mean, I've never. I would just like to say that I've never, I've never killed a man, mm. and I've never thrown a man out of a window. Have I'm you not ever, even sure I could pick a man up. Have you ever strapped a large lump of plastic explosives to an office chair and thrown it down an elevator shaft? I have, I've handled <laughs> one of those items. Yes, Which independently one? of the other, Pr- presumably the plastic, the office chair. Yes. Okay. Well, ne- next question before we move on, mm. because I, I, let's clear I, this up. I do need to check this while we're talking about that. Please do. I've, I've been meaning to ask this for a while. Yes. Have you ever stood on top of a high-rise building, for example, Nakatomi Plaza? Yes. Um, Realised that it was going to explode, mm. and so tied a fire hose around your waist. <laughs> Jumped off the building as it explodes. Yeah. Safely, somehow without breaking your back. Or any other part of your body. Crashed into the side of the building. Then realised you can't kick through the reinforced glass of the windows. Mm. Kicked yourself off said glass. Used your handgun to weaken the glass. And as you swung back, crashed in through the glass, thus to safety. But then, when he thought you were safe, the weight of the metal reel of the fire hose pulled, pulled you back towards the precipice, yet you managed to untie the fire hose before you dropped to your death. Have you ever done that? Not, not, not all of it no. in one go. Just, you've done the elements. I've done certain elements of that. I've dealt with a fire hose. Right. Um, Is that it? And, by, it? and by that, I mean I've seen one. Uh, what, and on Die Hard? Yeah. Well, they're not very common in this country, are they? No, we, we, more we deal more with extinguishers. Yeah. And just generally try and avoid fire where possible. That's, our, that's, that's the British way. That's the policy. Mm. The policy. Avoid, uh, uh, avoid fire, but where, where you do have to deal with it, put it out with an extinguisher. Or stamp it out with your feet, if you can. Or a blanket, a fire blanket. Correct. Never, ever throw water on on a pan fire, fire, on a a chip fire. 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 No, absolutely, you'll take your face off. That is rule one of uh, fire policy two. You will take your face off. What you want to do is damp a tea towel, (laughs) wet a tea towel, wring it out, and then place it over. Starve the flames of the... The oxygen is precious, precious oxygen. In summation. Yeah. Uh, what have, song you, we <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that thing from Die Hard? No. Right. Um, now, we believe... Have you ever fired a gun? We've gone over this, I, I believe, on the podcast before. <laughs> okay. I have. Yes. Not a handgun, though. I moved straight into it, a, it an M16, a fully it? automatic assault rifle. Now, we believe, from mm. the album Stadium Arcadian. Yes. Um, Disc two. The condenser brings his notes. Again, very kind of him to send in these notes. He likes the, He feels this is the experiment. Experiment. He feels this is the experimentation done well. Yes, um, I, I think that's a, actually a really good point to make. Yeah, 
Yeah, because, sometimes it comes off, sometimes not so much. Yeah, but th- this whole song, I think, works absolutely brilliantly. Yeah, I don't I, think there's I, a bad thing about no, it. No, and, and, uh, and I will jump straight to the end and say it's a quite unusual ending, but, it, but it's really good. Well, Candy said he didn't like it, but I do love it. I love that vocal effect on the swan's voice. Yeah, do you know what I call it? Uh, go on. Liquid. Ah, uh, liquid silk. Well, no, just liquid. <laughs> okay. Well, do you know what I call it? <laughs> Liquid silk. No, just silk. <laughs> now, John, Max has said he feels that John recorded a, a bunch of guitar solos. Yes. At the same, on the same day, maybe. Mm. Because a lot of these closing tunes have the yeah. same feel guitar-wise. Yes, yes. On the solo. Yeah, playing. and, uh, well, it could be the same day, or it could just be, a, you know, a period thing. Well, or the same. I, no, I feel that when you play stuff, yeah. if you're in the studio, you are in a certain place on... On, on any given, given day, day. Yeah. and it just feels like this stuff was from that that period. Well, yeah, it's it's more than possible. Now, I think it's a great opening. Let's just talk through the song. It's a great opening. It sounds I've written it sounds liquid and flowing, but also staccato. Just liquid because John's guitar line. It's a repeating guitar line, but it stops after at the end of every bar, yes. and then restarts. Yes. And the swan, and by the swan I mean flea, right. is playing quite jabby double stops. Yeah. So the whole thing flows really well, but actually the composite parts are quite... Yeah, quite staccato, stopping. yeah. And the, I believe the technical term is staccato. Quite, not, yeah, it's not, not quite stopping. Not stop it. Well, can't, can't stop. Well, staccato. Mm. Can't staccato. <laughs> Addicted to the piccato. Addicted to the liquid. Um, what I will say about this song is that I like at times when the the swan matches the uh, John in what he's playing. That does happen. You're right. absolutely right. And obviously, let's we can move swiftly onto the backing vocals. I mean, there's a lot to there's a lot of good work here from from John. Well, let's address that first part that you said about the guitar, the lead guitar, and the swan's melody working together. Yes, and that specifically works well in the line I can bring into a cameo. Yes. And there's a little bit of lead guitar that that just yeah this just goes plays a similar thing. Yeah. It's, it's really nice. A cameo o o yes, well exactly. There you go, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> the song, the song itself. You touched upon the, the backing vocals. It's full of lush John Frusciante yes. harmonies. I mean, it's this is a multi-layered organisation. It certainly is. It's a massive organisation. Yeah, and it took a lot of organising. Mm. It's big pharma. Oh, I hope it's not. Oh, they're taking over the world. Let's not get. Let's not get. No, please, not, no conspiracy theories here. Um, or if you are going to do conspiracy theories, there's do, better do ones. Them on, do them on Twitter or something. Yeah, do them on Reddit. Yeah. yeah. Not our Reddit, the conspiracy Reddit. But John's vocals build in intensity. They build in lushness. Yeah. It's... It's phenomenally good, his, his back and vocal well, work on this song. Yeah, it is. And, and actually, what, what he does really well is kind of backs up his own backing vocals. Yes, he does. Which I think is probably the pinnacle for any backing vocalist, isn't it? Well, no, that you can, you can back up your own backing vocals. Can you back up your own backup backing vocals? Yes. And that's probably what he'll do on the next album. And even that's not the pinnacle. <laughs> but, <laughs> but actually the swan again this is another example of the swan backing himself up he you know he does 
he delivers in. I think. What did we decide? He's got four four variants. Yes, form and he one, uses at form least two, form three, and form four, and possibly form five. Where he uses at least two forms here. He does, and it really works nicely. Yeah, it's great because um, you've got obviously the Swan delivering more than one variation of his own singing styles. Yeah, and John doing his multi-layered backing vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Combine that with the musical instruments, and what you get. <laughs> You get We Believe. You do, from the album Stadium Arcadium. You did disc two. Well, disc Mars. Mars. And um, this, is, obviously, again, is a, a song that features children. It does. Now, we are in a room yes. that contains the vinyl here, of Stadium Arcadium. It's in hand I'm now. Here in my right hand. It's in hand. It's heavy. These were apparently um, kids from John's mum's church. Well, it's always, it's always John, isn't it? Yeah, it's always bloody for Shante. Because it was his... Oh, no, no, I'm thinking, it was his of, family no, I'm thinking the of the choir, but yeah. they weren't children. No, they weren't. They were adult singers. Um, when you say it's children again... Yes. When was it children previously? Aeroplane. Yes. Lovely. See? But John won't reference that. Oh, God, he had nothing to do with that. He will not even talk about it. But that was Clara and her lot, wasn't it? Yeah, her lot. Her gang. Yeah. And I see you've got the album in the hand. You're holding it very proudly. Uh, I but, am. I, I'm... I'm I mean, I guess if we just never send it back. Well, we were going to incorporate a comparison, an audio comparison between digital and vinyl. We were. As part of this episode. Yes. But we still don't have a record player. But we no. will do and that now in the Now we've got a vinyl, I, I could probably legitimately buy a record player. Well, now that we own our own copy of Sadio Macadia. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast copy. We do, of course, want to thank the wonderful podcast ambassador, Pete Moore, for sending us this... Uh, this copy of Stadium Arcadian Vinyl down as a loner. Thank you very much, Pete. Um, I wonder how much the what the RRP is on something like that. Well, presumably we're sponsored by that, that album. Uh, it looks to me like it'd be quite pricey. And I know vinyl generally is quite expensive, isn't it? But that was before the vinyl resurgence. That's original. That's original. It says. Okay, well, refocus. Yes. Pop, I, down, pop down the vinyl. I'm always focused. Um, Have you got anything else to say about We Believe? Absolutely. Bloody lootly. Go for it. Um... After break one, after the, I just think when it goes into the chorus. Mm. Now, what happens on the chorus again? We just talked about it on the last time. Um, John is just playing a repeating riff. He's stuck on another game stage. He's now more distortion on it. Yeah. And he is sticking to the same repeating line. And Flea is driving the chord changes. It's, this is going to happen in the next song as well. Mm. It's going to happen in um, Turn It Again. It's a common theme of this portion of this album. And I love it every time it happens. Love it's it every a, time it happens. It's an effective trick. But not all that difficult. Not that difficult. Not that difficult. Now, on break one, John plays a single note through a Leslie, or Leslie speaker, or a Leslie effect. Mm. So you get that rotation sound, which speeds up. Yes. Really nice. Love that sound. I love, on verse three, when... Um, uh, what's happening? Okay, a couple of things happen on verse three. After the line, um, after the worst time from the swan, mm. John does a little, ooh... Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of noises in this. Yeah, but it's a lovely little cute line there. What are your thoughts on the swans' noises? I love them all. Oh, all of them. What, on this song or just yeah, all the no, noises this, ever made? Uh, the breakdown. Oh, anything on this song... It's fine. Is, well, I'll go further. When he goes... I can't, I can't remember, you know, he makes some noises, doesn't he? It's the uh, what yes section. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Anything the swan does in this song is fine by it me. It passes. Even the, the we believe... He holds the We Believe for a long time, doesn't he, in the first uh, verse. Go on. And it's a little bit... 
It's not 100%. No. But it gets a pass from me because it's on this song. Well, I think, yeah, and I think it gets a pass because it is only one layer of several layers that are taking place at yeah, that yeah, particular yeah. time. So your ear is other places as well. I mean, I was listening to it through a quality set of headphones, so... Mm. You it, really noticed it. I did notice it, but it does, as you say, it does just about get a pass. What about that four-part harmony that John does in different parts of the year, coming out of verse three, where his R's, are, he has one, two, three, four, just before it goes into that little breakdown. Yes. It's absolutely brilliant. It's like a recreation of when Queen used to do quadraphonic sound, and he'd, like on Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. And he'd have stuff happening left, right, and up and down. Mm, very, very, it's, it's very clever. Very effective. But not all that difficult. But, no, no. <laughs> but it just, you know, with someone like John, who's got so so much range and variation in his voice, he can, he can pull it off on his own, and it works so well. Yes, you're absolutely right. And as you say, this song, experimental... As well, it, Max said. As it is. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a chance that any one of the things that they tried in this song maybe wouldn't have been as, as successful or effective. But it's a it's just a, an accumulative effect of quality experimentation. That's a really good description of the song. It is an accumulative effect of quality experimentation. Is it just cumulative? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we are, but you could blag it by saying what you're saying was it's a cumulative effect. Yes, that's right. Like but it is. Prefixing the word cumulative with a. Yes. Yes, like it's a cumulative effect. It's a cumulative effect. Yeah. And if they say that it's not a cumulative, it's cumulative. And you, you say, say you well, fool. That's prefixing oh. cumulative with A. Yes. You fool. <laughs> you, you absolute fool. Um, what do you think about that breakdown bit? I know, I like it. I, uh, so do I. <laughs> I like the noises. Yeah, the, love the, the noises. Swan makes. Yeah. Uh, I like the overall groove. It's, you know, um, JJ, a man in the northeast. Talk to me. Says, this is a funky track. Mm. And in order to sort of highlight how funky it is, he writes the word funky in capital letters. Well, that. Has, which I think speaks volumes for just how funky it is. It's capital funky. <laughs> yes, that's right. And it is. It's funky. And, uh, and, and that, just the groove and the feel. Because the song is established at that stage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it just feels a natural progression into what is a really funky breakdown. And then obviously, it, it, oh man, it builds. It builds oh. big time. Now, yeah, we, let's, let's get into this. that build. Yeah. This song is actually, I would go as far as to say, it's F-O-F, it's F-O-F. Funky as... Funky as... That's F-A-F, F-A-F. Oh, it's F-A-F, yeah, it's not F-O-F. Funky off. Yeah, F-A-F. I'll start that again. Yeah. This song, I would go as far as to say, is funky as... Mm. No, it's F-A-F. It's funky as fuck. Don't you mean foff? Funky or fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to build. It's the, it's the chorus, isn't it? It's that final chorus. Yes. You and have, this is where they bring in the children. Yeah. You have those kids from uh, John's mum's church. Oh, but, mate, the lead-in on 241, mm. okay, before you get into that chorus, John plays such a cool bit of lead, and then there's a massive slide at 243 from another guitar. Yes. And yeah. then it goes into the chorus. And it's, Brilliant! It drives and it moves up. Yeah, it, it, and it, it goes, goes up. A level. It goes up one more one more level than you might expect. Well, I think the the addition because you can hear what the Swans doing. You can hear John playing two lead guitars, one in each ear. One's playing high lead guitar, one's playing low lead guitar. Yeah, 
Um, you've got the, the backing vocals from the kids. You've got the swan doing amazing stuff. It's kind of chanty, isn't it? Um, the, all yes. the backing stuff on, yes. the, on the last chorus. Yes. It's phenomenally good. Yeah, it's it phenomenally is. Good. And it, it leaves you feeling 100% satisfied. Now, just close this off by saying, do you think this would make it onto your condense of the album? Which one? This song. Yeah, which condense? Uh, the double, the one we have to have seven off each. Track. Oh, definitely off the seven off each. And what about the entire condense? I can't say. Okay. Mainly because I haven't yet done it. No, that's fair enough. Have you done yours? Nope, I'm going to wing it, but I yeah. can tell you whether this would be on, on my condense. Okay, I'll ask you. Hello? Hello. <laughs> would we believe make your condense, your ultimate condensed album? No. Wow. Now that is saying something. I believe it's saying that we believe wouldn't make your ultimate condensed album. But you'd be surprised because that was a lie. That's not what it meant. <laughs> Ask me if it would make the, the other Does version. it make the 7-7? Seven, seven? No. Not at all. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. That's a lie, isn't it? That was a lie too. Yeah. So really, you're not a man to be trusted in, a, in an official interview capacity. No, not on, the, not on this podcasting capacity. Anything I say could be like, Ask me another question. Anything. Okay. Anything. Okay. Um, have you ever... No. <laughs> but I actually have <laughs> yes I thought yes that's why I asked great things have just happened go on one I've swapped the chair for a chair that doesn't squeak at all excellent um, and second we've just listened to turn it again at maximum volume TIA TIA at MV what a tune I think Callie Excuse just me. said that might be one of the most underrated songs well indeed I agree with that but actually I don't think it's that underrated because I know having spoken to a lot of fans about this it's, it's actually much appreciated okay let's just let's, let's drill down let's on that break. statement <laughs> okay um, and I don't like it when people say drill down at work they say we're going to drill down into this data uh, but right. let's drill down into that particular set of uh, that, that particular chessboard yeah which fans have you spoken to um a lot of them on some of the platforms. Some of the socials? Yes. Fine. Yes. Um, and you're not surprised? But no, I, well, I was surprised initially. But then you were less surprised? Well, as the news sunk in, the surprise element became more and more... Uh, Unsurprising. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Until finally you weren't surprised at all. <laughs> and now here I am, completely unsurprised, 
by 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 it all really. Well, I'm still surprised. Well, you will be because you've only just heard. Yes, it. <laughs> presumably after a period it takes of time. a couple of weeks. Yes, a couple yes. of weeks, and then you'll you'll be you'll talk, be you know completely unsurprised. Talk to me on the next episode. See how surprised I am. Well, you won't. Be. Yeah, exactly. What a fucking tune. Mm. Tunage. <laughs> yes. In a in a podcast first, I'm just having a lem sip. Wow, you got sore throat, haven't you? I've got a, a viral infection of the throat. I have to say, just a sore throat. I think. That that there that is <laughs> there is a and it fucking irks me. Oh, he's annoyed. He's so there's annoyed. A, there's, there's a forty second section of this song that I really do not like. Oh God, is it the messy solo? Yes, I thought it would be, and it really hurts the song. We'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. There's but a lot. Everything to... else is awesome. Well, and actually, I think it does recover. Yeah, if you just cut that forty seconds. I know because out. I think I think it, without that, you wouldn't appreciate the other the, what followed as much. I would. No, you wouldn't. I would. No, you wouldn't. I would. You wouldn't. I would. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> he had to have a sip of his uh, his limb sip. You wouldn't. Got him. I would. That we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah, right. we, we will. But it pisses me off oh, every Jesus. time I listen to it. Don't be pissed off. Oh, I'll try it's not worth it. Max isn't a fan of the main riff, whereas I love that main riff. Hit me with it vocally. Bam, bam. Witty, bam, bam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> what a great riff. And here we go again. Guess what's happening there? Well, I'll tell you who's working with that riff. Go on. Well, Chad um, is, you know, just slots in nicely. Yeah. But the swan, I think the swan delivers fantastically here. I've put, I've put this here. I've written this down. Swan sounds awesome. Great melody. Yeah. It really, really works. Yeah. And I think this was a, a song um, that all came out of a jam. And again, I say think, I know, because I've heard the chili <laughs> say it. <laughs> it all came out of a jam. And, and, and John said that the swan was a really big part of, of, the, of the swan helping them come up with that, because he was doing some screaming and getting excited. And mm. it was inspiring. Well, that, that's the thing. It's, it's that, you know, they are jam-based, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, but but not all of the jams take the same, you know, well, structure. I think, I think quite often when you when you just when you're just jamming and come up with ideas um, off the cuff, yeah. you might say, "Oh, that sounds cool." Take that nugget, yes. maybe that turn that to a verse or a chorus, and then build around it. Yeah. Whereas I get the, the strong sense here that they that it just kind of formed itself. It almost as if like entire songs form very very quickly. Yeah, I, I think that's what happened here. And the swan was a big part of that. Which is nice. Yeah, it's great. He's a big part of the band. He is, and... He's a quarter. He's technically a quarter. Yes, but here you feel more? Yes. How much? 27%. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that, I mean, that's... A, that is a, it's not... It's just a, over a quarter. It's, a, it's not a big increase, but it's noteworthy. Yeah, but who am I taking it away from? I've got to take it away from someone now. I know, I'll say it's 28%. I'll take it one percent away from everyone else. Okay, that's, that's fair. fair. I think that's, that's yeah, very yeah, fair. So. Um, John, the Swan said that John decided to let it all hang out. Flea said he decided to rock like a maniac, mm. and he does on those. It's, yeah. yeah, big, oh, big, big. Now, big just sounds. before I completely forget, did you pick up on the the very very faint sort of almost spoken backing vocals from the Swan? Oh, what, in verse two? Yes. Yeah, he gets a lower register, doesn't he? Yes. And he is, um, yeah, it's, it's over in the left ear. It's very, but it's, it's unless you're listening through a quality, quality pair of headphones, headphones, you won't pick up on that. And um, I never did until 
listening to it for this episode yes. and really paying attention. Yeah, I never noticed it. Was I like had before. to. I had to physically squeeze my ears just to be sure. Hmm. Well, I then went back to see if it was a build or whether it was there from the start, and it's not in verse one. No, it comes in on verse two. Yeah, and then it goes again. That's it. It's gone. Thank you very much, Anthony. Yeah, but again, he backs himself up several times throughout this song. Yeah, he does. Oh, and we'll get to the backing vocals. I mean, you might be able to tell. We're, mm. we're keen on this song. It's a very, very good song. Um, and as I said, it's not one that you immediately think of, and it's not one that you discovered immediately when, you know, listening to this album. No, I didn't. I, I discovered it quite late on to the listen. When? Uh, penultimate song. Well, yes, but... Well, of course. But when did you, when did you form a sort of tangible appreciation for it? When was my most tangible appreciation formed? Mm. 2014. So that's very late. Yeah. I think until then, I'd be... Pre-2014... Any appreciation had been... I'd appreciated it, yeah. but I'd, I'd not, not appreciate it as much as I did now. <laughs> I like as much as I do now. No. And, I'd ha- and I still get hung up on that section, which we'll get to. Well, I, really I have to say, I do have to say... You've just got to let that go. I, I, but I can't, Sam. You've got to, Ben. Well, no, what's happened, Sam, is you've taken what is almost a perfect song, mm. and you haven't ruined the song, obviously. No, of course not. But if I'm playing that to someone, I could put that... If it didn't have that, you could snip out that section mm. and just... We might as well talk about it. To be well, clear, just, people, just before we do, I, I, I don't know how other people feel about this, and if you feel the same, please get in touch. But I actively enjoy Lemsip. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, so do I. I mean, sometimes I'll have a cold and I'll be drinking them soon. Mm. And, and then, then I'll think a few days after, I know my cold is gone. Yeah. But I will but still shall have Shall I just have one for the road? Well, yeah. Yeah. And then I'll go for a drive. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, you know, great. Got a sore throat, bit of a bummer, but it does mean I've been able to have two lemsips today. I might have a lemsip when I get home. Because yeah. that's actively. Getting rid of the hangover, isn't it? Because it's basically paracetamol. Yeah, it is. It's basically uh, glorified paracetamol. Lemon-flavoured paracetamol. I had a headache this morning, and I had a lemsip, and then the headache went away, and then the lemsip wore off, and the headache came back. But so now... What did you do? Um, I started to drink... Gone for Pilsner Oakwell. And I, I'm just going to come back to this, because I, I think it's important to say that the... As so many drinks do, now that I've had six... It's better. It's much nicer than it was. It's before. fine. You've, you've got over that hump. I'm enjoying it now. Hmm. And it, does it go well with the lemsip? How done? Let me just have a. Yes, it's the it first does. ever sponsor combination. It does. It actually is complements a lemsip. Fantastic. And I think, as medical professionals, we can say, please do drink and take a lot of paracetamol. <laughs> well, no, please drink responsibly and please uh, uh, yeah. adhere to the dosage advice on the on the box. Absolutely, or the little leaflet inside. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously that would just get thrown away. Yeah. How often do you open a box of paracetamol and you open it at the end where the, the things where folded you can't over get the thing of bloody paracetamol? Oh, it makes me so angry. Yeah, that annoys me as much as the messy solo does you. I think. Right here we go then, because from four. <sighs> Fuck. Oh god, he can't even bring himself to talk about the timestamp. Okay, it's four. <laughs> it's, it's that. It's four fifty-one to, to five twenty-five. If. I do not know what happens. The song has built so much. It's got that main riff going. Yes. You've got a couple of lead guitars coming in. There's mm. shit going on all over the place. John has Shit's said, flying around yeah. like never before. John's had to mix it himself because there's track after track after track after track after track, 70 plus possibly tracks of guitars. 
John's had to mix himself because he says nobody else could have understood it or made sense of it. And then all of a sudden, the decision is taken to drop everything out apart from the bass and the drums and go into... It's not even great... It's just messy. It's overmixed. It's too loud. It's a mess. It all goes central, whereas before there was so much going on all across your, your brain. Your spectrum, if yeah, you Yeah, the were. spectrum of your, of your head. It loses all the build-up. And then, at 5.25, everything comes back in. Yes. And you get the lovely big descending notes, GTP, that's played through an octaver, mm. but pitched an octave down. So you get that really, it fills that out so nicely. It's mixed a bit loud, those big notes. But it does fill that out nicely. You could just edit that messy section out, that, that 451 to 525, and this song would be perfect. And I can't say to people, listen to this song. It's, a, it's one of the best songs that Chili's have ever done because of that, of that section. It's strong words, I know. Hmm. Strong words, sure. Strong, heartfelt words. Well, they are heartfelt because it's pissed me off since I first heard it. And uh, it was only 2014 that I managed to appreciate it more. Because of that. So you're talking about nine years of hurt. Hmm. Yeah, and the jewels remain still gleaming. Yeah, yeah well, if only that, it was only nine yeah. years. Um, nine years of unfettered pain. Great word. It, I wouldn't say it was painful, I'd say it was annoying. Mental. Mental anguish. Hmm. Yeah. I had to take a mental lemsip. If only you had to sort of have you. Have you now? Yeah, um, no, we've, got, we've run out of f- uh, physical lemsip, but we have got a packet of mental lemsips in the cupboard. I'll have a a, a, a real carling, okay? Because I find that if you you know if it, if you are getting annoyed about a you know a forty second section of a song, mm. um, if you drink you know eleven to thirteen carlings, mm. you feel better. It. Yeah, you just forget about it altogether. Yeah, until yeah. next morning, yeah. like, my eyes pop open every morning. I think fucking 451 on turn it again. Yeah, and then you reach for the cowling. <laughs> Job done. Yeah. <laughs> and drive to work. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, breakfast beer. Yeah, breakfast, breakfast beer. I just put it in my cornflakes. Um, yes. Yeah, so, well, I'm sorry that you feel so strongly about that, but um, I don't. And so I can't really understand your pain. So what do you think about the song's whole? You, you... It's, it's, uh, it's astonishingly good. Well, including Callie, we were all sat here listening to it on our respective headphones because mm. we've had to obviously have to move away from the speaker system we have due to a change of location location <laughs> and uh a lack of massive speakers yes so it's headphone based now but we're all bobbing away it is we? yeah it's headphone based now max it's... says he's not a fan of the bridge slash interlude i love that bridge slash interlude mm. you've got mikey bulger playing the trumpet on it yeah and he's playing little stabs and they're going from left to right and then he plays a lovely long note, and that fades from, um, uh, actually going from right to left, and that then fades from right to left. Mm. Uh, and then when John comes back, it's halfway through the riff. It's not on the, the first, the more chordy part. He comes back in on the slide. Yeah. Like that. It's, it's phenomenal. Well, I, I don't have a problem with it myself. Uh, I'm sad to hear that Max has. I don't, you know, Max isn't as angry about that as I am about the... Oh, no, well, no, one no, no one is. No one is. No one's as annoyed. Here's an interesting thing about this song, song construction-wise. Yes. Um, an SCP. Yes, a song construction point, yes. Mm. Um, 
as you're going through it, John is playing. John's playing little fills, like chord bass fills, in the um, in between the verses and in the lead up to the choruses. Yes. And the first one he plays at 33 seconds is the best and most complicated one. Mm. He plays a little low sliding motif, then moves up and plays plays it again, but higher up. Mm. It's brilliant. And then for the rest of the song, specifically um, 051, 204-ish and 328-ish, mm. he, he has an opportunity to do that again, but he, he plays less intricate stuff, mm. which is the reverse from what I think you, you traditionally, traditionally do. would do. Yeah, yeah you play the, the, the more complicated bits further on as you go through. It's the antithesis of what you might expect. Lovely. But what can I just say? Ah, chocolate oranges are available from Rollins. I read a review of this album in 2005. Go on. Which said that John Fashante, you know, was had been on another plane since rejoining the band, and this was sort of the culmination of his guitar playing exploits. Go on, shall we say? Yeah. And I do agree with that. But also, when you when you combine that with his vocal performance over the course of this album, what you what you actually receive is the full package. Interesting. Of this song, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. Apart, yeah, and you even get the bad John in that section of that uh, the messy section of the. Well, uh, the, the problem is with a virtuoso performance comes the risk of overstepping the boundaries. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And uh, uh, you know, for you, that's happened. Uh, you know, and we're all very sorry about that. Mm. But the, there is virtuosity on display here. Let me just banish any. Um, any rumours that are flying around the room mm. that vicious or otherwise yes and some of them are vicious yeah so I now will yes throw caution to the, the wind and say I'd still give the song 9.5 out of 10 so it's only cost it 0.5 yeah. and you absolutely hate that section I've changed my mind well, nine, you like it? Nine. No. Good take oh. it down. <laughs> I thought, I thought it the other way. So it's gone down to a nine. Well, still, it's only a point. Right, I'm going down again. Do, when, do you refer, when you're talking about percentages, do, do you refer to the individual percentage points as percentage points? Uh, can you clarify what you mean? <laughs> well, so if I said to you, oh, you were at 100%, but you're now at 90, hmm. would you then say, oh, I've lost 10 percentage points? No, so I've lost 10%. Mm. See, I refer to them as percentage points. Why? I think it's just my upbringing. It's just... No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) It's not at all. We had a very similar upbringing. We did, but obviously... And never once. Where did you learn this? I think it's my... Probably my exposure to... uh, uh, Go on, my exposure to business. High-powered business? Yes. Really? Yes. What were you watching? Well, I wasn't watching anything. I, I mix in high powered circles. Rocco's. Was it Rocco's? It, it must have £2.20 been. an hour. Yes, high powered circles. Ah, I know where it came from. They said we're upping your wage from £2 to £2.20. Yes. And that is an increase of, of X amount of percentage, percentage points. points. Anyone quickly? Um, oh, it's, well, when you're dealing with such a small wage, it's quite a lot. Well, yeah, it's an X it amount. It's an X amount. Probably five, less than 5%. 4%? Someone will know. Yeah. Well, someone will work it out, probably. Um, 20% of two pounds. Uh, it's 10%. It's 10%. The 10%. We've had the signal. Yes. So 10%. I was right nearly. You said five. Yes. Well, you were miles away. Anyway, uh, let's, not, let's not get bogged down this whole percentage points situation. No. Who? Anyway. But you don't say percentage points. I do. Yes, you I don't. do. I do. Right. Okay. Well, here. 
Fuck I me. can't well, prove right, it. We've got to do it then. Here we go. All you right. can prove it now. Right, I will. This, this is it. Right. Talk me through mm. a situation mm. where you might say it's gone down by 20% or you might say it's gone down by 20 Well, it's usually when I'm talking about stocks. Oh, your portfolio? Yes. Your massive portfolio? Yeah, my portfolio of stocks and shares. Okay, and how's that doing? Is it up or down? And by how many X? What, this quarter? Yes. So I'm using all my business terms. Go on then. 10 percentage points. <laughs> so it's true, he does. <laughs> See? I didn't even specify up or down. Uh, well, it'd be down. There's no way your stock's risen unless you've invested well, in face you're... masks. Face masks, um, hand sanitizer, Pasta. Yeah. You've still got your COVID pasta. I've still right got a lot of stuff that I bought in the yeah. last minute. You, I, was, I was fobbed off a can of um, elderflower tonic earlier. <laughs> you were. It was the only tonic available. Bought it in a, You in bought a, some some fish as well in a can. Some sealed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a made-up fish. So what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, shit. It's the end of the world. Yeah. This might be the last thing I ever eat. These yeah. sills. Got to get some sills and some Moroccan spices. <laughs> yeah. Four months later, still in the cupboard. Okay, let's talk. Let's get back, shall yeah. we? To, <laughs> to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. You were talking about the full gamut of, of what John does. Yeah, I was. The backing vocals that he does, mm. starting at 052, timestamp, he, he holds the note, or he holds his. He holds four notes. He never stops singing and he slides down the scale. Doesn't that in itself is lovely. a skill. No, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. B-E-A-U-tiful. Exactly. As, and we all know how to spell beautiful. Well, we do. Because we heard it on the film. Jim Carrey says it. The beautiful. mask? It was the mask, yeah. B-E-A-U-tiful, yeah. yeah. Not just a, not just a pretty not just face. face. So, the chorus, and this is where it kicks off, and you've had, you've had that... I love that riff um, at the beginning. Yeah, scratchy, well, kind do. of very trebly riff. And then it, it kicks off into that chorus, the volumes... And let's just say again, the swan sounds brilliant on this song all the way through. He does, yeah, he, no, he does. He's, um, will we hear this kind of quality on the, on the upcoming album? I hope so. I don't know for sure that we will. I've raised my eyebrows at you. You have? What does that indicate? I hope so. I thought it was because you'd quickly had some Botox injection. Hmm. And I've got my lips are like Jay, uh, that woman. No, don't say that. Blood. Don't say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I just wonder whether this was the highlight. <laughs> yes. Or the high point. Well, no. Hmm. Because he sounds great on... Well, here you go. Studio trickery and all. He sounds great on both Josh albums. He does, yeah, to be fair. And I'm sure he'll sound great on the new album. Yeah. Well, there is a school of thought. And he might not need trickery. No, there is a school of thought which um, suggests that the Swan always sounds good on at the time of recording. He, he trains himself to, to, to sound his best when they're in, in the studio. And as a vocalist, I think that's all you can do. Is that all you can do? It's, it's certainly the, the minimum so you, so you yes shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, let's get into that chorus. It's John back on the DS2, stamped on it hard. And it, it, he is playing a massive riff. It's double stop bends. So he's playing two notes at the same time. He's bending, up, bending them up half a step. Mm. Absolutely amazing riff. Yeah, and as you say, there's, there's a lot of layers going on here. Well, 
I think on that first chorus, we we yet to get to the mega layers. No, it really after the messy section, the layers really kick in. Well, the layers kick in Pr- prior on the guitar to- solo prior yeah. and post, yeah. but they drop out. Yeah, which is part of why you're so angry. Well, I'm furious. I'm going back in time. It's the first chorus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so where he play, first plays that riff, and that is the riff that is is the that is played all throughout it's the solo the driving as well. Force. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. I love the way on the on the choruses he plays that that uh, double stop bend riff, but in between, like halfway through the the choruses, and at the end of him he does the stepping down. There mm. he goes like. Oh, that's it's great. Stuff. It's a it's an effective trick, but it's not actually that difficult. It's not that difficult, no. and that that's why it's. God, if you can tell, it's not that difficult. Well, <laughs> I just assumed it wasn't because it seemed effective. <laughs> well, sometimes effective things are difficult. Well, but th- in this case, I think, you know, it's not that difficult, but it, it's so effective. It's re- it is really effective. Um, and here we but go that, again. Go on. Well, you know, for someone like John, who is a virtuoso, hmm. he often employs these fairly straightforward... Well, on these videos, um, the Stadium Arcadium commentary videos, which give a real insight... Um, if you haven't watched them, just search Stadium Arcadium Commentary on YouTube. And they talk a lot about it. The yes. Swan on one of these songs says John was known as being a less is more guitarist. Mm. Whereas on this album, what he's doing is chucking it all at the wall, especially on this song. Mm. And, you know, and seeing what yes, sticks. Yes, with mixed results. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But there are times when, you know, less is more, and he does, he does take that, uh, that route, should we say. Now, John, or again, route, route. Uh, route. Yeah. we're English. Sure. Sam, and by Sam I mean John. Mm. John, again, he talk, and he talks about it on the commentary, this is it's the third song in a row where they're, on the chorus, John is now, like on the intro, John is changing chords on mm. the riff, and Flea is playing a repeating thing that doesn't change key. Now on the chorus, John is playing a repeating line, and Flea is driving. And I love the, cor- the bass in the chorus. It's just so pulsating. Mm. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it just forces it forward. What's Jack got to say about the drums in this one? Oh, well, don't... Uh, you keep going, because it takes me a while to get them up. Okay. No, he says... <laughs> Is that uh, how long? <laughs> <laughs> no. He says... He talked previously about hi-hat slips which is a technique that Chad employs, and we, we see more of that here. Another funky beat, matching what Flea's doing, simplifying the snap. Ah, now I'm going to say, as just sorry to interrupt you, Jack, I call what, what, um, what the myth is doing on the verses um, the, the, the tapping your head and rubbing your tummy drum beat. Mm. It sounds very difficult to do. Or, I mean, I'm doing it, look. So it's not that difficult. But... Um, you can tell I'm doing it because I've got quite a slappy sound on the top of my head. That's two bold boys slapping their heads. A um, couple of slap heads. Uh, the bold brummies. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, sorry, Jack. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually uh, haven't... Sorry, not in trying to offend any bold people from Birmingham. That's an Alan Partridge reference. It is an Alan Partridge reference. Go on, Jack. Yes, he's, he talks about ghost notes again, which is obviously something that Chad employs a lot in the yeah, previous Yeah, because he's song. not just a power drummer. He's a oh, subtle... Oh, He's no. very subtle at times. He's a big man. But it's not that difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but he's tender. Well... If he was a... For example, if he was a broccoli... 
Oh, I would. I would, would. I wouldn't boil him for as long. <laughs> I wouldn't boil him for as long as people think they should boil broccoli. No, give it. No, you you want it minutes. to be our al, al dente. Yeah, to the tooth. Yes, as yeah. Italians would say. Yes, well, um, you do. But if he was a broccoli, he would be a tender stem. Oh, I'm very much so. Purple sprouting. Mm. Because he, although he's he's powerful, he's a man's man to a certain extent. He's a, he's a beer and steak man, and he that, is. we know that because he said it. He said it himself. But he's got that tender touch, which allows him to employ the, the likes of... I understand that's why you call him a broccoli, because he's a tender stem. <laughs> right. Sometimes he'd just go along with it. Yeah, if he was... Well, I'll go further. Yeah, please do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, compare him to a potato, a tuber. Sure. If he was a potato, mm. he'd be that potato you get in Tesco's that's called the all-rounder. Right. Because uh, he's great at everything. Yeah, and he's perfect not only for mash, uh, but for roasting. Mm-hmm. Um, not so good for jackets, because he's not quite so big. Well, he is a big man. Yes, but I'm talking about a potato. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, move on. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jack. <laughs> Sorry, Jack, we rather railroaded your, um, your notes there with yeah, talking right. of broccoli and potatoes. Yeah, but I think that's, but that how, that's how Jack would have liked it. Yeah. And he is... He didn't touch necessarily on broccoli or potatoes, but I could sense that he wanted to. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, as Jack is emailing these notes over, yeah, he's probably, he does sometimes say, I'm not going to pick up on some of the broccoli bits no. or, the, or the potato bits. No. I'll let you lads do that. Yeah, and that, because that's, where, that's our specialist area. Yeah. He's, he's a drummer. We are farmers. Well, I'm a greengrocer. Hmm. And I'm a farmer. Don't know well, we should, um, we should talk about you supplying my... Well, yeah, shop. We, well, our supply chain is very effective. I grow the produce, and oh. you sell it to the, the local people. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how the supply chain works. <laughs> <laughs> no longer there. Right, verse two of Turn It Again by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. Did you notice the bongos coming in in the left ear? I must admit, even though I was listening to it through a quality, a quality set of headphones, I did not. You didn't. Well, they do. There's some bongos popping in. Oh, that's probably thinking. That's when the Swan's Low Register comes in that you did pick oh, up. Oh, well, that's why I was... You, I were, was... you were mind blown by the, um, yeah. the bongos coming And bongos also come in halfway through verse three. I didn't pick up on that either. Hmm. And that, the Swan's not even doing his low register there. No, I just... Wait, Mike, I'm not sure. Anyway, listen, let's talk about the backing vocals that we have on it's Chorus It's been so long since I listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> what, today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's been quite a long time we've been talking it's about it. It's been approximately 15 or 20 listen minutes. Listen to what John says. Okay. I, I quote. On this the is coming vocals. directly from the big book. He says, as, um, as the swan is saying, here we go, all we know, heavy right. load, start to float. Here we go, all we know, heavy load. Start to float. <laughs> yeah. That's what the song's saying. But John's saying, two things I want to say now. You made it all okay now. I need to know that you are there. Mm. Lovely sentiments. And it sounds so good. Mm. Well, it's a wonderful piece of backing singing. It really is. Well, as we've, as we've already sort of touched upon, John is on fire during this, this album, really. But, you know, we're seeing some late flourishes here. We are, and, and this is a really good flourish. That backing vocal there is one of my favourites. Mm. Good. Um, well, so, that, does that offset the... No. 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 How far does it go? Is it close? No. Not even close. Backing vox on the last verse, you know where we said they dropped down on verse two? 
without any transition. He just slides into them, smooths that, into that them. That slide. Yeah. On the last verse, you do get a bit of a break and you do get a bit more variation in what John's doing. He's throwing in a bit more of a melody to it. Works really well. Nice build. Oh, and also on the last verse, John's playing a real... In the right ear, starts off quite quiet or, or less noticeable, but as the verse goes on, you can hear it. He's playing a really high, muted, mm. uh, just a repeated strumming pattern. Um, again, just a nice build. Do you, do you ever wonder... As a musician yourself, whether, you know, they worry that people aren't going to pick up on a lot of this stuff. Well, no, I think it's part of, it's part of the landscape of the song. Yes. And so I, even... I had never noticed that on, on the last verse. I'd never noticed that high strumming. I think he's playing, he's playing the, um, oh, he's playing the G and the, the, the top E string and yeah. muting the B string. So, so and I've never heard it before. So are you suggesting that even if you're listening to it on a, you know, a, a sound system, so to speak, you'll appreciate everything as a whole without being able to unpick exactly what's going on? Yeah. Whereas if you listen to it on, on, headphones, a, on a quality, quality pair of headphones, yeah. um, that's how I prefer to You can to unpick it. Yeah, but even then, some of this stuff is really, really subtle. Mm. No, it's it just it's just the layering again, which is why it's so staggering that he drops all the layers out between. Um, Hang on, we're talking about overall yeah, appreciation. Yeah. Um, Do you say appreciation or appreciation? You know what I say. <laughs> I know what you say. Appreciation. Yes. No appreciation. Of course. Right. Um, it's. It's a bit, it, yeah, it's, it's just the landscape of the song. And yes. musicians are going to put stuff in there that you're not going to hear. No. But it's just, just, you, just but if it was just, taken out. You might notice. Yeah. It would, you, it would be slightly more empty. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's, thank you. Yeah. No, that's fine. Now, <laughs> do we have anything else to say about Turn It Again? A really good song. What I will say is that so far, Mars has been more enjoyable and a better quality than perhaps we gave it credit for. Do you mean Mars as in what we've listened to today or the whole disc? No, I think Mars, the whole disc, we've, we've actually in, enjoyed it a lot, haven't we? I agree, we have. Let's just run through the songs that we've already listened to on Mars. Okay. Desecration Smile. Brilliant. Well, I'm not going to do it now. No, no, but no. you say the song and I'll say one word. That, we can do that, surely. No, we'll do that on the condensed. Okay, well, do you, do you say Desecration Smile? Desecration Smile. Brilliant. Okay, you say Desecration Smile to me. Desecration Smile. Brilliant. There you go. Now, we won't go any further. No. Shall we move on to the last song, Death of Martian? Oh. That sounds positive in a gentle way. Bear paws and rascal power Watching us in your I'm going to... I listened to that song today. Yes, you did. I was round at Mum's. Right. I was thinking about the lyrics. And, of course, we know that this is about... A song about loss. About Flea's dog, Marsham. Mm, yes. He played such a big part for them during the... The Cali reunion era. Spent yes. a lot of time in the garage with them. 
the Swan says it's a song about says it says that Martian was a pillar of love, happiness, and strength. Martian during, during that time, he was. Um, and listen to some of these lyrics. I know we, I certainly rag on the Swan sometimes, a lot. Mm. for his lyrical content. And we've done it this episode. We've talked about rhyming something with Lazarium and Milo yeah. and Lilo. Sure. But listen to this. This is some of this lyrical content. It made I was sat at Mum's making my notes and getting goosebumps and coming to tears because Christ. of obviously what's happened to us recently and the loss that we've suffered. Yes. The Nova is over. It's such a lovely line. Hmm. And su- and sums up so eloquently in in four words how important that sta- that being was in the universe to to those mm. people. Yes. Look, uh, listen to this as well. Lots of love, just keep it coming, making something out of nothing. Yes, we know that doesn't. That's not a great. Well, it's not a rhyme. But it's 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 symbolic of how some people. And like a dog, for example, will find something and think that's the greatest thing in the world, and it mm. might just be a, a twig, a bone. But how some a, a bone? But some people can make something out of nothing, and you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm talking about Gordy here. Mm. He could just make fun out of anything, and um, it just made me. It just it was an emotional. Time. It was an emotional time. Listen to these lines as well. Just purely about Martian <laughs> dog here. Listen to this. Signing off and winding down, this Martian ends her mission. Mm. What a brilliant line. Yeah, it's wonderful. Let's bow our heads and let the trumpets blow. Our girl is gone. God bless her little soul. Mm. I mean, this is brilliant. It's wonderful. Well, we said last week, didn't we, about, you know, loss and grief promoting Uh, creativity. Oh, absolutely it does, yeah. And here we are again. Yeah. And God knows the Chiles have had their fair share of loss. Well, as we've said, said many times, some of their best songs have, have come out of that. They have, yeah, of course. Well, and not just loss, but, you know, personal struggles. Yeah. Memory. Memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, the, the, you know. Memory. Yes, but let's talk. Okay, let's talk about the song more. We know memory well. Yes, we do. <laughs> I mean, it's word for word. Yeah, of course. The intro to this song. Well, first of all, tell me about what do you think about the song overall? I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's I do too. just a brilliant song and a worthy closer to what is a, a, a monumental album, I'm both in terms of numbers and content. I'll use the word opus for the album. album. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, yes. I don't really know what opus means. It certainly symbolises something very big and grandiose. Let's say that's what opus means. Yeah. It's nice to say grandiose, isn't it? What does grandiose mean? Opus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Listen, the intro of this song is such a hypnotic groove. Yes, it is. Could you just remind me how it goes? The better, bow, better. Oh, it's beautiful. Because quite often what happens is I listen to the song and then start talking to you. Get so involved with the conversation. I forget about how the song goes. Well, just aspects of it. I focus in on other aspects. The great thing about this this verse, what's essentially the verse part of the song, is John is playing 
a lovely repeating guitar line. Yeah. And Flea, you've got Chaz kind of jungly kind of drums. Yeah. But you've got Flea, is, sounds like he's playing double stops again, but they're pushy. He's, he's, sounds like he's pushing the song forward. Listen to that, that intro and the verse part, specifically thinking about what Flea's doing. Yes. And it's a, it's a lovely bit of bass playing. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's just a brilliant... Well, it's perfection for what's needed here. Well, this was a rehearsal take as well. The final version they used on the album was a rehearsal take. Yeah. And they tried to record it again, but never got the... Never got that feel. Never got that feel, yeah, exactly. But it's, it's as you say, it comes in, it's hypnotic. You, you Straight away you're in, aren't you? You're taken by it. Yeah. And then the swan starts singing. It's quite high for him, but he copes with it. Well, it's more great stuff from The Swan. Yeah. I mean, as we're closing this album, we've had a few songs where The Swan's been exemplary, mm. both in performance. I'd also love the, some of the lyrical content on Turn It Again. I love the lyrical content of this song. Yeah. Because it's not often I actually pick lines out from what The Swan said. It's not. No, that is, that's a rarity. But also here, we've got the, the, the situation where John is just singing the same as oh, that's lovely. The Swan. They're singing together, yeah. and it sounds tremendous. I'll give you the timestamp if you want. Please do. It's 0.33 on the first and over is over. Yeah. John comes in, and then he stays in. Yeah, oh, mate. Some of what John does on this song... Oh, it's lovely. I, I mean, his, his final... Yeah. The final words that he sings are gorgeous. The transition from the main body of the song into the outro, yeah. where he is saying the word I. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there, there, there is, yeah, that's lovely. But there is one more specific moment that's even better than that. Is there? Yes. What, on the outro? No, no, not on the outro. Uh, prior to, to, to that, there's a, a, ba- a bit of backing that he does where he just drags it out. He talked about where he's like going R and O yeah. on the choruses. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah, and it's slightly off time. You don't so know when good. it's going to come in. So good. And he goes down as well, and it's like. And then, no, uh, so when he says the mission there, and he, and he, and he, and he drags it out, it's yeah. just lovely. Oh, is it the mission bell? Yeah. 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 It's the mission bell, yeah. yeah. Where the swan stops. The swan finishes, and he and carries John on. Holds and he note. didn't do it previously. Yeah. Um, it's just every time whenever I know that's coming I just go like this yeah and that's something John's really good at is because um, the Swan and John gating. yeah the Swan and John their delivery style is, is completely different the Swan's yeah. tendency is is normally to s- slightly shorten things mm. whereas John's tendency can be to and to hold things and let the voice trail off. And so the, the combination of those two things is, is phenomenally good. Yeah, and I, 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 like you say, there, there's so many things about this song. The, the, the meaning is strong and powerful. The delivery from the swan, well, from all of them, but vocally it's just so strong. And, jo, you know, to think that this could have been John's final you know, <clears throat> song, whether it was recorded last... Is is not the point, but the final tracking wise is yeah track, track listing wise, wise. This could have been his his goodbye forever, hmm. and it's some really really good work here vocally. Uh, yeah, well let's well, and also I love the guitar part. Yeah, and there's not too much to say then about the second verse and the second chorus because they're very similar. Yeah, you get a bit of that Manic Street Preachers noise in between the first chorus and the second verse. Motorcycle emptiness. Nope. 
um, if you tolerate this, any children will be next. Uh, that noise that we had on Animal Bar earlier on. Well, motorcycle emptiness could be a noise. That's why I said it. Well, it is a Mount Street Preacher's song. Well, it, yeah, I know it is, but it could well, say, also... Let's say another one. I don't know anymore. If motorcycle emptiness. If you tolerate this, any children will be next. You must know Design for Life. Oh, Design for Life. And that's that. That's it, that's yeah. It, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, going into the interlude, though, as everything else drops out, John holds the word I and kind of does a... He transitions. He, he, he glues those two parts together. Yeah. Because it is a change of chord. They both, they're both rooted on the same chord. Mm. The verse um, progression and the progression for the outro. Mm. So there is already... You know, you need something to carry the air. Yeah. But John's vocal... Is the thing that binds those two parts together. Yes. And it's a great bit of guitar. It's a really high arpeggio. Yeah. And everything else is gone. But isn't it just incredible how we, you know, we've gone through some real upbeat, powerful tracks and then you're faced with this tenderness? Yeah, it is. And I think that's where picking a good closing song yeah. is really important. Because yeah. what, what about Venice Queen? Venice Queen. This yeah. song, for me, actually, shares a lot with Transcending. Because it is a song of two halves. Well, and you've just reminded me of something, which this is very much a one-hot-minute song. Yeah. Because it does... Yeah, it's a song of two halves. Yes. Like Transcending, like... Um... But can I just, just say that I love both halves? Yeah, and right, actually, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Is it a fifty-fifty split? Probably not. No, it's not. It's more of a more of a two-thirds, a two-thirds and a third. Yeah, whereas which works better if you're going to have a, a big change? Yeah, because you might not like the outro. For us, we well, I think I can say we. Yes, um, I can. Well, I just did. Yeah, you've done it. I speak for us both. I think when I say on transcending, we both love the, the beginning, the, the, the main body of the song, That's and true. don't have, share that love for the, the outro. I, I have this. Well, this is now we're going into one hot minute part, part two, two, which hasn't been uh, hasn't been okay. Hasn't been yes, no. So we shouldn't do that. But but yeah, you're right. This is. Whereas I, I the thing is, if you're going to make such a, a drastic change in a song, yeah, then if you don't like the change, it is going to tarnish. Yes, the song, the part you. of the song that you do like, and we are, which absolutely happens for transcending. We happen to be sat around the table with three people: Simon, aka Cali, aka Cakey, aka Clinkle Clanker, aka Callister, aka Callister. Only one of the think those names was not a true name for him. Yeah, can you guess which one it was? <laughs> it was Clinkle Clanker. Oh, you you just said. <laughs> I was going to say yeah, right in. Um, we love the ending, but but sorry, I, I understand. Oh, sorry. I understand that your your feelings on the outro is is not so positive. Yeah, well, I I love the entire song, but it sounds a bit Eminem-y. Well, it is Eminem. It does go a bit Eminem-y, I'll give you that. Hey, look, I've all, like I've always said it's Eminem-y. Um but it's even but, but, but that for me, that, that's less of a negative now than it was fifteen years ago. Well, so you you were keener on Eminem now than you were. Well, it's not then. that I'm keener on Eminem than I now than I was then. I just like the second half of Death of a Martian more than I did then. Oh, okay, fine. I think I think actually when you when you listen to it through a quality pair of headphones, you can really appreciate the nuance in the delivery from the Swan. Well, the, yes, absolutely, and I mean, this is this is the problem, Sai. There's, there's got to be a spell. I like the chilies. I don't mind M&M. 
Yeah. They shouldn't amalgamate. They shouldn't be called the Red Hot M&Ms. No. <laughs> no. And luckily they're not. And like I said, I love everything about that song. Yeah. Other than the ending, really. Well, RHM&M. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what you're saying. It, it, it is a divisive ending. For the very reason that, that we say, it's it's a huge change from the first two-thirds of the song. But, as, as I say, the, the delivery from the swan is actually very, very skillful because he he contains himself. He then he lets himself go. Yeah. Then he brings himself brings back. Brings it back, yeah. Then he goes again. Yeah. And then he goes big time. I mean, I've never heard such a brilliant de- delivery of the word broom. No, well... Give us a give us a, a rendition of it. I will. Broom. Ah, nice. Yeah, that's good. That wasn't the way the swan did it. No, but that's your own take on it. Yeah. Mm. That's why I say broom all the time. It is. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And it's, during a, a sort of standard conversation, it's a bit off-putting. Well, Vanessa's always surprised when I say I'm going to go and sweep the floor with the. Broom. <laughs> But he does deliver the word broom, and on the word broom, on that spoken outro, mm. and it's, you know we say spoken outro, some of it is veering into almost singing. It, well, this is the great thing about it. You know, it's spoken, then there's... Yeah, there's peaks and troughs, isn't there? It's, it's a little bit rappy, but not yeah. overly rappy. But I know what you mean about the M&M, and I think that's mainly to do with the rhyming pattern of it. And well, the, yes, 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 yes. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because there is no real because it was a poem that he already had. Yeah. And it just and it's and it's being put around the music. It's not your traditional rhyming pattern. No. Thank God he doesn't rhyme the word um he doesn't use the word yo to rhyme something like Eminem does. Oh yeah. Or as we said before, um eight inch door hinge. Oh god, orange. That he rhymed with orange. (laughs) (laughs) But but well, they do say, don't they? As we've touched on before, um, and we end up back here once again. That nothing rhymes with orange. Eminem proved that eight inch door hinge does. Does. Yeah, and And it's not even the eight inch part or the door part. This is now the fourth time I've referenced on this podcast the fact that on. You know, you only get one stat. Don't ever miss a chance to blow because opportunity comes once, once in, in a, a lifetime. lifetime. Yo. Yo, that's the fourth time I think on this podcast that I've moaned about it. Mm. And this is a Chili's podcast. But it, I, think, I think Eminem, because of his fantastic success in the last twenty years, and let's not forget that he's been around that long. Okay. Um, you know, he he does infiltrate many genres, but when you're talking about a, a band who has what was traditionally known as a rapport, as a mm, singer. Mm-hmm. A rapport. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. And that was form two, I think, we said, wasn't it? The rapping? Uh, well, yeah, form one or two. Well, I think if you're talking from the start, it has to be form one. He yes, wasn't... but that's what we said. When we're talking about the five forms or the mm-hmm. four forms, who knows how many forms there are, <laughs> yes. we, we misspoke. Yes. It's too late to change it now. Of course it is. And that's why we will not change it. But no, it is... And going back to what I was saying, I think it's the rhyming structure that lends itself to that Eminem comparison. But... And the delivery. Well, the delivery of the rhyming structure. Yeah. But, you know, as we, there, there, there is true quality in there. And when you combine that with what else is going on as well... But John going absolutely nuts. Yeah. John going absolutely nuts from... Um, 
la 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 322 there's massive oh, I was bends I going to do some M&M but I won't well, no. oh good I'll do some vanilla rice no no carry on 322 massive lead guitars there's two guitars yeah there's one in each ear playing different stuff and I, just just before you go any further it's important to stress that John didn't see this as a swan song he, at this stage he didn't know he was going I'll tell you he saw it as a swan song this one. <laughs> no, he didn't know. Who sees well. them all as swans? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think on each one he says, Oh, this is my swan song? Oh, yeah, it's another, it's another swan song. <laughs> he says to the van, This is my swan song. <laughs> oh, no, you're leaving. <laughs> no. no, no, it just refers to my nickname from the, from the early 80s. <laughs> um, no, he didn't. And I don't, I think if he had known it was his swan song, mm. You might have put Turn It Again as the last song on the stadium. Well, yes. See what I did my fingers are? I flipped them over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you turned them again. I did. I did. Yeah. That was a 180. Because if you turn it again, then turn it again, it would be back to the track listing, yeah. Yeah. as we discussed on last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, look. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Two of us think. Callie likes uh, two-thirds of it, but not the last third. Listen to Flea, right? Because this is a song about 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 Flea's, Flea's dog. dog. Yeah. Listen to the outro, and listen to just the bass, because Flea is all encompassing. He's so powerful on this outro. Um, while I'm talking about that, get see what Jack's got to say about it. I will. But, um, you, but you... he's walking through the outro on single notes. Yes. Descending lines. And then he'll throw in additional fills. It's mm. it's phenomenal stuff. Listen particularly to um, three minutes fifty three, where he throws in a lovely bit of uh, bass work. And in fact, I've got another uh, little bit of uh, flea stuff that you should listen to, which is at another point in the song, which I cannot currently locate. Sam, I can't provide that golden content. Christ, have you found Jack's notes? I have them here. He talks about he, the fact that. Chad is essentially playing a simple generic rock beat, but instead of using the hi hat, he's playing the floor tom. Right, and actually, the floor tom is is very prominent here. I called it jungle drums. Yeah, you did, and and that's I think what he's referring to. I like the way he switches he, to the ride. Yeah, which, yeah, I like it's the ride on the which course. we always say is yeah. is an effective and pleasurable experience. Experience, not mm. just for him. Well, the bell of the ride, but for the listener. Mm. Well, the bell of the ride, of course, is. Is a more specific sound, yes. Um, but here we are just talking about the body of the ride, yes. Uh, but the, you obviously love the bell of the ride. The bell sounds like a Beatles song, doesn't it? The bell of the ride. She's got, got a bell on the ride. Go. She's got a bell on the ride. She's got a bell on the ride. She don't care. Yep. Okay. We'll work um, on the end. Yes, we locked um, off. But yeah, we locked off. But no, and then he talks about he's coming in huge on the outro, which oh, of course he does. massive. But the, the outro is huge for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This it's, is a song. Well, it's a very splashy. He, he's not. I don't think he's using a hi hat or anything. I think he's splashing around on cymbals. Yeah, using sim- a cymbal as a hi- multiple cymbal hits. Yeah, but is that's that what Jack says. No, that's what I just said. Right. Um, it's an emotional song for everybody, and by the time you get to the outro, I think everyone is feeling it. And Chad's not exactly, you know, he's not immune to, to that. I'll pick that up. You're saying multiple cymbals. Emotion. 
I'm not saying he's hitting symbols individually. I'm saying he's using a symbol mm. instead of using a hi hat, for example. And he's mm. doing it like a half time, so okay, sure, that's fine. And he talks about the fact there's a lot of space for Chad at the end, and he could, you know, for for a more there was an opportunity for him to to show off here, but actually he just keeps it in the pocket. And that allows John and the Swan to do their thing. And, and realistically, uh, you know, you talk about what, what Flea's doing um, and what Chad are doing, allowing the Swan and John really to shine at the end here. Yeah. Well, I think it's a wonderful combination of of everyone doing things they don't necessarily normally do. Yeah. John doesn't necessarily play those lead guitar like this no it's more of a rock it's a rock album isn't it but it doesn't sound particularly John to me that lead outro guitar yeah the drumming doesn't sound particularly Chad yeah the delivery doesn't sound of the vocal on the end doesn't sound particularly Swan it's Eminem and it's uh, Marshmallows the third and the bass is not a massively complicated bass line it's just a heavy bass line and yet the overall result is Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And I, I mean, I actually think that this is a, a really tremendous closer. Agreed. It's, it's Agreed. bloody fantastic. Agreed. Um, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil the party in, in some ways and say that mm. this has a very strong possibility of making my condensed album. What, the actual condensed off both discs? I, I, I can't... I can't go into that much detail. You're not willing to spoil the party that much? No. Well, look, let's not beat around the bush. It's making both of our condensed if you've got to include seven songs off Mars. Well, of course it is. Okay, so what you're saying is it's probably going to make your last condensed. Now, let's, <laughs> let's go get into the condensing then. Yeah, look, we've eulogised about Death of a Martian. We certainly have. For good reason. But we now must move on. I feel like a young and exciting individual... From Jersey, New Jersey, perhaps. Ah, gosh, not entirely sure, but Jersey, I think. Max, feel free to I'm edit going to this. Go and put on my New Jersey, which you've just got. Lovely, yeah. lovely work. Yeah, I feel like Max Feinstein. I must condense now. It's 2005. My name is Max. I'm feeling fine. Stein. I'm drinking Very from good. a Stein. Oh, wowzers. <laughs> this is golden content. Right. <laughs> Let's condense, like the man called Max. So, the journey of listening to all the songs on Stadium Arcadium over Christ knows how many hours is now complete. It is. It was a mission. It's a mission impossible? No, a mission possible. Mm. Well, that not such just, a good film. No. Well, actually, all of the Mission Impossible songs should be called Mission Improbable. Well, yes, because because they do them all. I mean, the famous scene, of course, is uh, Tom Cruise. You're going to say Euro floating Channel. down. Ah, of course, doing his thing. Yes, on the wires, and then yeah. floating back up. Well, then the famous one at the end of the first film is when he flies. Off a helicopter, exploding helicopter. Well, I've never actually seen a Mission Impossible film all the way through. Well, I suggest you watch Mis- Mi- Mission. Oh yeah, that's fine. You I started them um, as a, it was a personal project. I started watching them on Netflix, but the problem I had was, and it's something that you identified when we were watching Friends earlier, that the first one's too old. 
<laughs> Listen, I'll put my hand up. Go on. You started a personal project. A PP, yeah. To watch all of the Mission Impossible films. And you didn't finish the first one. <laughs> That's right. What commitment? It was, What's that clicking noise? It was, uh, sorry, it's my pen. It was a particularly unsuccessful personal it was terrible. project. Well, it was a Mission Impossible. It, well, it turned out that way. Let's condense these fucking albums, okay. these, these songs. Well, we're talking songs, and okay. we're talking these particular songs. This particular chessboard. The first condense, as we know, we're not going to talk about Max's condense just yet, because we're going to do the first condense, mm. which is... Picking seven songs off each album to give, to give each disc a fighting chance. Yes, because the fact is, I think well, the when fact it comes the to fast condensers, that Jupiter for, for both of us is a better disc. Okay, then. So we are going into the condense, uh, the seven and seven condense. So first discs. Let's just uh, go through this. You say your first choice. We'll go chronologically. Okay. What's, what's your first first choice? choice for me? Snow. No, Danny. No, Danny. Shocking. My first choice. Snow. No, it's Danny. Oh. So, let's start again. What's your first choice? Snow. For me, it's Danny. Well, hang on. Can you say no Danny? No Danny. No Danny. That's shocking. My first choice is Danny. <laughs> what, what's your... Um, second choice. What's your second choice? Charlie. My second choice is Snow. What's your third oh. choice? Stadium. My third choice is Charlie. Okay, so so far you've gone for Danny, Snow, Charlie. Yeah, what's your fourth choice? Slow Cheetah. Slow Cheetah. For me, fourth choice. I thought you said you'd chosen She's Only 18. No, I crossed it off, but even though I do like it. Okay. Um, What's your fifth choice? Michigan. Yeah, and so you know I said you've misstripped my mind. Yes. And and you'll you'll notice we're talking in the past tense, because we just did this and I forgot to press record. Yeah. Um, I've gone for Strip My Mind. Okay, and I think that, for you, that's the right choice. I agree. It's the right choice for the right person at the right time. Yes. What's your sixth choice? Wet sand. Mine is mixture, especially in Michigan. Yes. I say Michigan. I meant Michigan. Michigan. Well, let's just say the Trenary Toast, which isn't actually, as we know, a particular thing. No. For Michigan. But what's it called? The... The Upper Peninsula. No, the glove. Uh, uh, It's not called the oven glove. No, no, the... um, the uh, Mitten State. The Mitten State. Yes, yes. Yes, lovely. And thank you so... Oh, what wonderful email we did get about that. that well, we did. And I must say that uh, my wife and I took great pleasure in doing that research. We did it during lockdown, during a particularly sunny day. We had a lovely time. Good. What's your seventh choice for this hey. one? And hey for me. <coughs> so you've got... So just recap your, your first seven. Okay, on so seven my, seven my seventh choice on this particular disc... Is Snow, Charlie, Stadium Arcadium, Slow Cheetah, especially in Michigan, Wet Sand, and Hay. And my seven are Danny, Snow, Charlie, Slow Cheetah, Strip My Mind, especially in Michigan, and Hay. Okay, so some notable notable casualties. Well, for me, your notable casualty was, and I must insist you stop making that clicking. Yes, which is absolutely fine. Um, Danny is a notable casualty for yes. me there. Yes, yes, of course. For Hump you. de Bump fell by the wayside for both parties. It did. Um, decent song, but uh, but gone. She's only 18, gone for both. For both of us, yeah. Torture I mean, Me, gone, and Torture Me is a good song. <laughs> Torture Me is not going to be on anybody's list. No, but it's a good song. Strip My Mind, for me, gone. Warlocks, you know, a song which... We both poo-pooed initially, but upon... But really liked it. Yeah, we, really we, we, it. We, we did enjoy it, but that wasn't enough to make it on. And, and wet, it did its best. Wet it, sand gone for me. 
Which, of course, is massive and will but ostracise it, it, you from the, the, from the, the larger community. community. But it might come back on the condense where yeah, we don't where need to pick seven from each other. Okay, so that's the first seven. We've taken great pleasure in doing that. There was some pain. Let's go to um, disc two, Marsh, shall we? Not only was it difficult, but I found it emotionally challenging. Maybe that's the Urquell. So, back, we are now going to do Mars on the 7-7 seven, seven split. Yes. Um, Sam, uh, we're going to do what we did before we forgot to record Which we the found first one. Has Desecration Smile got a chance for you? It really has, yes. Has Tell Me Baby got a chance for you? No. Right. How to Concentrate got a chance? No. Has 21st Century got a chance? Yes. Has She Looks Me got a chance? Yes. And for me, I should be answering these questions too. Has Ready Made got a chance? Yes. Yeah, on this di- seven from seven split. On this disc, yeah. Um, has If got a chance for you? No. No, nor me. Make You Feel Better? No. Unknown for me. <laughs> can't, can't remember how it goes. No, I know it goes. I just don't know off the top of my head where oh, it's going to well, get in. Just to prove I do know how it goes, I'm going to have to go, we are the ones who will make you feel better. Okay, fine. He does know how it goes. You fucking heathen. You whore. Animal bar. N- uh, yes. Really? No. Right. So much Sorry, I, just cause I think it's just because I just said whore. Hmm. <laughs> that was I went into you a shock. You shocked sta- yourself. Went, went into a state of shock. Shocked yourself with your 18th century slang. <laughs> yeah. So much I. Yes. Storm. Yes. Okay. Possibly for me. We believe. Yes. Turns out this back end of this disc is pretty good. It's so strong. Turn it again. Yes. And me. And, and death. death of Martian. Yes. Right. Yes for me. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll. What do we do now? Pause it and then make our decision? Or no, we just it? do it, don't we? we just do well, it. Well, no, I think I we know. pause it and then we come back and say what the results are. All right, pause it. Okay. Hello and welcome. Okay, we're, we're doing 7 from 7 Condensed. We're on, we're on disc 2 Mars now. Yes. Sam, we'll go uh, chrono- chronologically Chronologically. Sam, talk me through your first one. My first one is, of course, Desecration Smile. Desecration Smile for me. Next. She Looks to Me. She Looks to Me for me. What ne- a lovely song that is, by uh, the way. As I said, it's, it's so wide open on that introduction. Yes. Um, go back a couple of episodes. And it's the only song to feature a reference to a... An ocean liner. An ocean liner. <laughs> <laughs> um, your next one. Ready Made. Ready Made for me. Your next one. Storm in a Teacup. Wowzers. Okay, I went for so much, I. Okay. Your next one? We believe. We believe. Your next one? Turn it again. Turn it again. And your next one must death, be in a Martian. Death of a Martian. And for me. So, let's um, pause it again and we'll go through our final condense on the 7 and 7. So, Sam, talk me through your final 7 okay. 7 condense. And again, this means 7 tracks from each disc. Yeah. So, go, go top to bottom. Top to bottom, in no no particular order, apart from the order they appear on the original album. Go for it. Snow. Charlie. Stop. Don't bang your pen every time. Right. Start again. <laughs> right. Snow. Charlie. Stadium Arcadium. Slow Cheetah. Especially in Michigan. Wet Sand. Hay. Desecration Smile. She Looks to Me. Ready Made. Storm in a Teacup. We Believe. Turn it again, Death of a Martian. Not a bad selection. It's a good album. Not the correct selection, but that is a good album, you're right. So what have you gone for? Danny. Yes. 
Snow, Charlie, Slow Cheetah, Strip My Mind, Especially in Michigan, Hay, Desecration Smile, She Looks to Me, Ready Made, So Much I, We Believe, Turn It Again, and Death of a Martian. Which again yeah. sounds like a bloody strong album. Yeah. I mean, no matter how you cut it, that's a strong album. It's it. As was yours. Part I'm surprised you put Storm and Teacup in. I'll wager that won't make the final. <laughs> well, no, maybe not. But I think just from tonight's listen, I enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I'm going to substitute the word maybe for word definitely. <laughs> and we'll move on to the second condense. Okay, we are now at the end of the road. This is the final condenser of Stadium Arcadium. You might say that it's been dragged out over five episodes, and not only are we doing one condense, we've done two. Mm. But this is the final condense. Well, I think that I think there is value in both the. I think, the, yeah, so do I. And when form. I came up with that idea, you I was thrilled. With absolutely it. thrilled. So let's talk about a young man by the name of Max Feinstein. Well, let's go through Max's condense because yeah, the I condensing said, idea, I believe. Might have come from Max. Or yeah. maybe I mess- we were talking on Messenger and I said I might conden- we might condense it. Stop doing anything with that pen. <laughs> um, and then he sent me a condenser. Well, Either Max way. has taken the time to... To condense. No, well, well, not only that's has his he condenser, it's his, that's his name now, the condenser. Well, he is a condenser and that is so, his raison d'etre. It is. His... Reason for living. Reason for living. French. Uh, so Latin, isn't it? Raison d'etre, no, it's yeah, no, it's Latin. Uh, it's French. Yes. But what's um, ah, the Latin phrase I'm thinking of? V- Veni, vidi, vici. I, s- I came no, out of conquered. No, um, oh, I can't remember. Right. Um, so, yeah, I bet when we, we got to Max's final condensed, he didn't think we were throwing a bit of Latin. No, we didn't. <laughs> yes, we did. I said Veni, vidi, vici. Oh, yes. But, so, that's <laughs> the French. That's true. Anyway, moving so forward. Fratin. Here we go. This is Max's condensed for Stadium Arcadia. And thank you, Max. It is Danny California, and this is in no particular order. I just Uh, tried to reorder Can we just just clarify, this is is complete condensed? Yes, this isn't the seven from seven or seven from each. This is the complete condensed for Max. Danny California, Stadium Arcadium, Wet Sand, Tell Me Baby, Torture Me, Desecration Smile, Slow Cheetah, Hey... Hard to concentrate. Make you feel better. So much I. Strip my mind. 21st century. And snow. That's an interesting condense, I think you'll agree. It's quite um, Mars heavy. So, thank you for that, Max. And we are now... You know, it's... I don't know. uh, For some reason, I just feel this is a pressurised situation. Well, it is. It's hugely pressurised. For all involved. And we are about to move into the final countdown. It's like being placed into a, a soda stream. Mm. And then being filled with CO2 and going all fizzy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. This is the final condense. Sam, has Danny got a chance? Yes. Okay. Sam, has Snow got a chance? Yes. And for me and Danny. Sam, has Charlie got a chance? Yes. Yes. Has Stadium Arcadium got a chance? Yes. No. Has Hump the Bump got a chance? Yes. No. Has She's Only 18 got a chance? Yes. Flipping Dobson. This is difficult. <laughs> I'm, I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Has Slow Cheetah got a chance? Oh, yes. Yes. Are you going to say yes to every song? <laughs> no. Has Torch Me got a chance? Yes. 
What? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Oh, yeah, it's got a chance. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you to condense in a minute. Has Strip My Mind got a chance? Yeah. <laughs> yes, mate. Yes. Has the Special Emission got a chance? Yes. Has Warlock's got a chance? No. Right. So we so now have... I, I'm, I'm crossing Warlock's out. I'm sorry, Warlock. Okay. Has Come On Girl got a chance? No. No, for me. Has Wet Sand got a chance? Yes. No, for me. Wow. I mean, that is just ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. You are a criminal. There's, th- there's 14 better songs on Wet Sand on this album. I'm fine. Has Hey got a chance? Mm. Is that a yes? So I was just having a mouthful of uh, Pilsner Urquell, the original Czech Pilsner. Well done. Has Desecration Smile got a chance? Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Has Tell Me Baby got a chance? No. Never in the running? No. It's has, pi- piss poor. Has, has, has hard to, it's PP. Has Hard to Concentrate got a chance? No. No, it certainly hasn't. Has 21st Century got a chance? Nope. Nope. Has She Looks to Me got a chance? Yes. Yes, for me. Um, has Ready Made got a chance? Yeah. Yeah, this is just. A, this is a fun yeah, one. Only just. Yeah. Only just. I'm going to tick it, but just. Yeah, it, I mean, it probably won't make it. <laughs> no, I, I agree. Has so much I got a chance? Yes. Oh, sorry. I've, I've just went down to my next one that I thought I'd put in. Has If got a chance? No. No. Absolutely. Has Make You Feel Better got a chance? No. No. Has Animal Fire got a chance? No. No. So I just could, should have just gone down to So Much I. Has that got a chance? Yes. Agreed. Has Storm in a Teacup got a chance? Because you put that in your 7 and 7. I did, but no, it hasn't. I've, I've I've actually changed my mind throughout that process. Okay, has it got a chance for me? Has We Believe got a chance? Yeah. And uh, I agree. Has Turn It Again got a chance? Yes. I agree. Has Death of Marshall got a chance? Yeah, oh yes. Right, count up how many chances you've got then. One. Well, I've only got 15. I've got 19. I'm sitting pretty. <laughs> Oh, 15. Man. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, well, 7, 8. Well, you've secretly eight, done your nine, condensing 10, while 11, doing the chances. 12, 13, 14. No, I haven't. Right, okay. So you've got to start knocking songs out pretty bloody quickly. I have. That's fine. That, 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 I'll tell you what, gone. I'm building a hell of an album and it's very um, Mars heavy. She's gone. Okay, I think I've done it. I think I've done it as well. And going through it, I'm very, very happy with what I've, I've culled from this, uh, this opus. Sam. How do you want to approach this? Because this is uh, monumental in many ways. It's the biggest moment of our lives to date. Apart from um, the birth of... The birth of my <laughs> lovely baby child. Yes. Um, who who, I, do, who, who I call, we believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, who, who my, marriage, my marriage was bigger, of course, to my wonderful wife, Vanessa, the proof listener to the podcast and the house ambassador. Yeah, well, that was a big moment. Would you like to make the caveat that your marriage to your wife was... Equally important, at least. Well, no, as, in terms of musical uh, decisions, hmm. this is big. Bigger than your marriage? Well, my marriage wasn't a musical decision. Oh, should we say what song you walked down the aisle to? No. Okay. But it was that <laughs> song that I wrote. But I couldn't remember what it was, so if you know what it was. It was called Long Live Love. Oh, fine. Yeah, it was a great day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to say no because I couldn't remember. I don't, I don't know what it was. But what an honour that was. Uh, that maybe gives you some connection, some idea of the connection between my brother and myself that mm. uh, he and his wife to be picked a song I'd written to walk down the aisle to. Mm. 
Mm. Um, obviously, the connection's faded over the years because you can have what it's called. You know what it was and haven't listened to it since. But it was, uh, in those days, the connection was strong. Oh, it's so strong. <laughs> okay. Give me your first Okay, seven. I mean, this is it, and this, you know, is what we've been building Okay, after. before we do that, actually, I just yeah. want to say... Are we, are we are procrastinating here because... Because we just we're, don't fr- want it Frankly, to end. we're scared. I don't want it to end. I've, I've, I've been so enjoyed this trip to Stadium Arcadia. Mm. And it's been up and down, of course it has. Life like is, every, like yeah. every relationship. But I'm a mate. Are you surprised by how many you've got off um, Mars? I am actually. Yeah. What's your ratio? Tell me, t- talk me through your ratio. I mean, my ratio is. Uh, bear with me while I count in science. I can count in science. Can you read in your head? Of course I can. <laughs> <laughs> you can't count that tapping. Though, yeah, I can. Tell you what, it's eight and six. I've got eight and six as well. Wow. Now, and the way we spoke about um, Mars mm. as, we were sp- as we were talking through Jupiter. I know. And how I have lived my life since Yeah, but well, you have. You, saying you, Mars is, that rhetoric is by you far worse. You, oh, my word. I was, You're handing out I was le- spouting that bullshit rhetoric. You were. That, those leaflets you hand out down in, the, in, oh. in Hyde. Yeah, down at the parish hall in the community centre. Kill Mars. I don't say kill Mars. I say um, boycott Mars. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. We would never promote the death of a planet my first choice and i know it caused some waves of consternation have you fucking left annie off no it's on right so i'm gonna put a tick next to it to say it's on i agree danny california is on for me what is your next choice my next choice is snow My next choice, as you, <laughs> as you as you burp towards the wall, I had to. Is snow. So yeah. we agree so far. So Darnie and snow. Yeah. What's your third choice? Charlie. My next choice is Charlie. So straight off, we're three from three. Three for three. But I know that you're not going to choose Stadium Arcadium. Have you picked Stadium? Yeah, I have. I love Stadium Arcadium. Okay. I think it's a great song. So what's your next choice? Stadium Arcadium. My next choice is. She's only eighteen. Okay, okay, I've, fine. I've, I have um, knocked off So presumably you've had to make some sacrifices later on. I know. I, I'm thrilled with myself. He's absolutely thrilled. Um, my next choice is She's Only 18. Good. So we both missed off Hump the Bump. Yeah, Hump the Bump. As much as it was a single, it's relatively well known. It's generic. It's generic. We performed it in the band. Mum loves it. It couldn't, it couldn't, couldn't, be, it couldn't be included. What's your next choice? Slow Cheater. Slow Cheater for me. Strip um, My Mind. And Strip My Mind for me. So we both left off um, Torch Me. Yeah. I would imagine... Oh, no, we are going to deviate because you, you would have put on Wet Sand. Uh, what's My your next, next choice? choice is Especially in Michigan. As is mine, Especially in Michigan. So we're pretty close so far. I'll wager you didn't put Warlocks down. Warlocks and Wonderland. I've got a megatropolis in my hand. Mm, a rock a subterranean marching band. Yeah. And other things that rhyme with... And. <laughs> yes, indeed. I think uh, Wet so, Sand... Is wet Sand's one. your next one? Yes, it is. Okay, so you haven't put Hay? No, Wet Sand is before Hay. Yeah, but you picked eight off the disc, so you must... Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six... Oh, no, I've got nine. Right. <laughs> so, um... I, my next one is Hay. I've discounted Warlocks, Come On Girl, and Wet Sand. I've discounted Warlocks and Come On Girl. 
Okay. And then you've put hey. Yes. So, moving on to disc two, how many have you actually If you got? open up... Have you, got, one, have two, you gone one too many, then? Three, four, one, two, three, four, five. No, I haven't. No. Okay, so, uh, Desecration Smile. It's in, and I think on merit. Absolutely agree. Desecration Smile is in there for me. Um, Tell me, baby. What do you think? No. I agree. Hard to concentrate. Absolutely not. 21st century. Thank you, no. She looks to me. Is in. Is in. And, I, you know, that is oh, testament to... How wide open it is. It's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think it really puts in the hard yards, doesn't it? Yeah. And achieves a lot. It's it's a journeyman pro. You know, it, it's Paul Laurie. What, are you saying it's... It's the uh, Scottish golfer Paul Laurie who won the British Open after Jean van der Velde went into the Barry Burn. That's exactly what I'm saying. Took eight or nine shots. Yes. And then he lost took, the, even took his shoes off. He did, and his socks. And then lost the playoff to Paul Laurie. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. That is. And, and the rewards for working hard are high. Thank you very much, she looks to me. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, for a fact... No one's ever compared She Looks to Me to Paul Laurie before. Well, they might have done. That's a first. They haven't. Ready Made. No. And No For Me slips by the wayside. Wow. Now that is an ear scratcher. And that's exactly what he's doing right now with yeah. the biro top. Um, well, it's not really. It's, um, it's just, it's not, one of those it's songs just that, not good enough. It's one of the songs that immediately grabs you on the first, listen, the first few listens through. But actually is, is, is nothing that The special. title says it all. Does it's it? ready-made ah. to be appealing. And then? But it doesn't withstand closer scrutiny. If? No. No. Make you feel better? No. No. These are, I think, obvious casualties. Here comes another one. <laughs> <laughs> Animal bar? No. No. Okay, now we get into the... Now, this is interesting. See, I, I, don't, I think you would have picked the last three... But I don't think you... And you've already picked two. So yeah. you haven't picked so much, I. No, I haven't. I have picked so much, I. And that is interesting. To a certain extent. Yes. <laughs> to, a, to a very limited and, <laughs> and niche extent. Yes. Did you pick someone teacup? I know you didn't. I did not. Which means that we, we can... Unanimously. And with open arms... Embrace. We believe... Turn it again, and death of a Martian. Well done, you Congratulations lot. to all the songs that made the final condensed. I'm going to put a tick next to them, as I have done with all the others. It's been an emotional... It's been a pen-poundingly difficult time. <laughs> <laughs> it has. But what we've got here is a very, very strong album. As we suspected, we would have. You know, we knew all these songs. We knew there was some chaff. But we knew there was a hell of a lot of wheat. I'll tell you what, when you take that wheat, mill it, grind it, turn it into that wonderful bread. Yes. What you have, when you add to the bread, maybe some mayonnaise, Mm. some cheese, some ham, maybe some salad. Some bacon. Yes, oh indeed, put some brie in there. Oh, don't. Toast it, grill it. Cranberry sauce. Lovely. What you end up with is 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 a a big overstuffed sandwich. Is an incredibly appealing sandwich. You're quite right. And I think we should leave it there. Yes. Because... Um, well, we're basically finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's whistle the handles. 
Okay. Uh, let's find that photo. Which one? Uh, the one where I've taken a photo of the handles. Oh, yeah. Find me. Send us your condense. Uh, I am bentanzomusic.net, where you can find uh, connections on how to email me, which is bentanzomusic.hotmail.com. He will then forward me any mails. I will read them, and I appreciate all the, se- all the lovely sentiments. Sam on um, Reddit, University RHCP Odd Sam. That's me. I'm Unispeak hyphen RHCP podcast. You are. Uh, Twitter. I'm University RHCP. Sam, what are you on Twitter? I'm at Stack Townsend. I've got to ask you a question, buddy. Are we going to go for it again this time? Oh, we might do. But I would just like to say uh, that uh, this is off, slightly off topic. Ben and I spent the afternoon uh, in the kitchen. This is... I'll say this isn't slightly off topic. I haven't even done the Instagram handle yet. <laughs> but we cooked some restaurant-quality satay chicken. Oh, we did. The sauce was incredible. It was lovely. And we made a vegetarian uh, lasagna primavera, uh, leek, courgette, pea, and feta. And it was absolutely lovely. So if you, if you are interested in either of those recipes... Please do get in touch in the in the ways that we're currently out loud. I'll send you a photo of him. He knows how to grip him. He knows how to grip him. This is the point in the demographics where people drop off and we're trying to tell him how to contact us. He slips into some talk about some food we had earlier. <laughs> Before I get to the Instagram handle, on Insta, I am universally speaking RHCP underscore pod. Should, should stress that we're not uh, vegetarian. And let's finish it <laughs> in the good old fashion way. The good old fashion way. You have been listening to. Oh, yeah. Universally speaking. Whoa. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. Peppers. Oh. oh.